What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Take a look. February 26, 2024, I am at Joel Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. That that darn Dwayne The Rock Johnson did it again. I thought he, he retired. So did I. And then he just weaseled his way back into the intro. <laughs> I had plans to play the other one, and then I was like, mm, the, the thumbnail, we have to do it again. You didn't have to. I mean, you clicked the button, Joel. Don't act like this the is but- power over you. Buttons are next to each other. I am powerless to the to the spacing between the videos, Jeremy. Do you want to restart this show? And not at all. No, just we're- do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What if we? What if we just? Uh, we'll put the we'll put the graphic up. There we go. Nobody can see us. It's it's the graphic. All right, let's see. Don't I say anything, Joel. I got this. Hold on. I'm going to do this. Okay. Two, three. Take a look. Damn it, I did it again. Do you not know what button to click? I thought I did. I, I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe the wrong... Did somebody change the name of the video while I was out? Like, what are we doing? Oh, no, I don't think so. All right. I don't want to do this again. You're screwing this up, Joel. Am I? Yeah, a little bit. A right, little bit. Let's give it one last shot, okay? All right. Try it one more time. You want to put up the thing? You put up the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, All right. Here we go. Here we go. All so right. There. The title's up. All right. You're going to get this correctly, Joel? All right. I'm going to do it. And one, All right. two, and one, two... Take a look. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Yes! <laughs> Much better. Much better. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so no wrestling happened over the weekend. We have a lot of time to kill this week. Uh, we, you know, when we were just talking off the air, we're just like, well, how are we going to kill two hours? We're just, we're screwed. Nothing's going to happen. Is that what we were talking about off the air? Well, that too. Also, what we're going to do for the rest of the week. <laughs> Look, we got we got an interview at uh, 10.15, right, Matt, Matt Viviani? At yeah, Matt, Matt Viviani is going to join us. He's the IWS Canadian champion. He's facing Bob the Animal Anger at IWS Unf and Sanction on March the 2nd. That's on Triller Plus, so check that out. Matt is a fantastic human being and a great wrestler. And also, he beats everyone's ass at Mario Kart, so we got to talk about that too. Got a hell of a gaming setup too. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ask a lot of questions about Mister Mister Prime Minister Viviani at ten fifteen Eastern. It's about ten minutes time, so we got All about right. ten minutes to talk. Okay, so there's no point in like jumping into a bunch of wrestling talk for for ten minutes, right? Like there's just there's just not. So there, let's there's talk like about... a couple of things that I'm like short topics, but we could probably do that throughout the show. Okay, okay. Well, well, get get the plugs out of the way. Do the plugs, Joel. Oh, we got to do the plugs. That's right. Go ahead. Leave a thumbs up on the video. Uh, get sign pointing season. So don't forget to point to the sign. The sign being Fightful Overbooked. 
And while you're doing that, uh, go subscribe to the channel because uh, 15,000 can't be wrong. And of course, we're over on the Discord for FIFA Select hanging out there. Uh, we're going to start taking your questions soon enough on that Discord as well. What, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what? Oh, I want to I wanna mention something about yeah. the Discord. This is like, okay. I'm never active in Discord, but I'm kind of sort of active on this Discord. Um, yeah, so beforehand, obviously we schedule a lot of these guests. They don't just appear randomly unless you're Andrew Zarian and you hack the stream. Um, so we're going to, we'll try to give everybody a heads up on the discord of like, Hey, we got this person tomorrow or this day or whatever. And if you got questions for everybody, leave it in, in the discord. Uh, we, if you ever send in a super chat with a guest, we, we try to comment. I get yelled at when uh, I ask super chat questions. <laughs> should, I, should I say it? Should we? Oh, no, no. Um, there was an apology, though. Was there? Yes, there was. Oh, I don't know about this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it later. There was an apology. <laughs> I want to know about this now. No, I can't talk about it right now. I Why talk not? About it because it has to do with, with other conversations we've had on the air. So I don't want to start this now. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. That's yeah, um, great. <laughs> I mean, there should be an apology because nobody else covers them. See you in Vegas. (laughs) There should be an apology. (laughs) They can't, I mean, they can, but like. They gave us a damn morning show. What are we doing? It it helps. It helps if you, if you're, you know, if you help us, we help you. (laughs) Andrew Zarian wants all the ghosts. Yeah. Uh, I want to know. I don't even know it. God. I don't even know what this is about. Okay. Um, so Ryan, we do we do ask super chatted questions. Uh the apology was not as loud as the disrespect. <laughs> the phone the, call I got was very surprising. <laughs> the apology didn't come to me, and I was the one who was kind of sort of disrespected. Uh anyway. If you leave a super chat while people are like on the air and stuff, we try to do our best to, to ask those questions um, from the people who are on the air, because we want, you know, we're, we're a live show. We, we get the guest. If you ask a question through a super chat, we want to make sure that is read and that is asked. Um, obviously, you know, if we got somebody on and you're trying to leave a super chat, like ask this person about the Vince McMahon allegations and they have nothing to do with that. Probably not going to ask that. So make it a relevant question. If you're going to leave super chat money, Anyway, back to the Discord. We're we're gonna start announcing. And I'm making Joel do all this. Like, who's scheduled to join us? So, if they are scheduled to join us, if you're in the Discord, you can leave a question for that person, and you know that that way you can feel part of the show a little bit. And I'm also trying to be a little active in the at least the in the weeds portion of of the Discord as well. But we want to. And if there's anything you know you think we can do differently do better besides just be better at this show don't don't tell us to be better at this show we we're trying we're trying everybody um you know let us know in in the in the discord as well we really should have asked moose what his favorite kind of cheese was we should have asked moose what his favorite kind of cheese was honestly do you think we would have gotten yelled at no i don't think we would have i think that would have been a question well asked and well answered (laughs) speaking of super chats though had nothing to do with tna no it doesn't no it's tna cheese uh we're asking about total nonstop. what's a cheese that starts with a asiago is that a cheese (laughs) <laughs> yeah sure total non-stop asiago <laughs> it, legitimately is that a cheese like that was just the first 
that's, that's cheese. word that came to mind that was like I don't know. Asiago is it's a food, isn't it? It's a cheese. Is it Asiago legit? Cheese. Yeah. Anyway, we got okay. a super chat earlier, so so don't need super chat. Any amount of question or statement right on the air. Ryan Lambert starts us off saying, "Sadly, can't stay for the stream. I'm sorry, Ryan. You're missing out. It's just sending you love as always. Hope you IT readers are looking after yourselves as best you can. Thank you, Ryan. Doing our best. Hope you are too. Uh, we're gonna see. I'm sure you're gonna send us some ridiculous Photoshop soon enough, aren't you? I know he will. <sighs> Ryan is pushing the Mac and Me agenda, which is. Which is much appreciated. We're we got to get our independent film made here, Joel. That's true. That's true. Our our guest is early, and that's always fun. If they're ready, they can give me a thumbs up. They got they got a long ways to go to beat Fuego, who was about forty five minutes early. <laughs> that's true. Fuego was supposed to be eleven. He showed yeah. up at ten forty ten fifteen. We we're like the fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> very much looking forward to uh, to talking with this guy. Last time he and I interacted. He was beating my ass at Mario Karts. So I hope that his Mario Kart skills have gotten much better because mine have not. He is the IWS Canadian champion. He is the prime minister of IWS. He is the one and only Matt Viviani. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? We're well. How, How are you, you? Doing, Matt? Very good. And I'm still the Mario Kart tribal chief in case you guys are wondering. Oh, we'll see about that. Then again, you know what? Just straight off the bat, because I said I'd ask about it. Can we talk? Can we can we talk about this? What? Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. Can we talk yeah. about this game room? Yes, yes, we can. This is uh, <laughs> this is my uh, my own little uh, project here. I started uh, Home Arcade. I think back in November. It was literally an accident. I uh, I got one of those uh, those targeted ads on Instagram, and uh, it literally led to this. <laughs> I got the the Star Wars machine first. It was on sale, like fifty percent off. Picked it up at, uh, I think it was the brick, and then put that thing up, and I'm like, man, now I got two of them, because I had the Simpsons one already, and then uh, I saw there was a Mortal Kombat one also kind of on sale at Best Buy, then they had really nice financing options, so I'm like, man, I'm just going to get Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, then all of a sudden I got four arcade cabinets, went a little crazy, got a bunch of neon lights and metal posters and VTOL glass cases, and now I got a whole ass arcade in here. Do you do you still get to play? Like, do, or is it just kind of for effect more than anything? Uh, they're kind of like they're kind of uh, yeah, like furniture right now. I, I play them once in a while when I got friends coming over, or whenever I got a wrestle card together, and a few guys are here early before we hit the road. Uh, we come in here and beat the crap out of each other in Mortal Kombat for a few minutes. <laughs> Who who's your Mortal Kombat character? My Mortal Kombat character, I'm always uh, Johnny Cage, man. Okay, always. I respect that the dick punching i respect dick punches that. always yeah, yeah can't go wrong with a good dick punch no uh you really can't then sub-zero also <laughs> i love uh freezing people spamming that shit low kicking them just, just Free, real freeze uppercut combo just all mm-hmm. day all day hell yeah ryan sullivan's asking uh is is that a picture or a painting of anakin yeah. and obi-wan over your computer it's uh it's like a, one of those like metal metal paintings. I guess it's hard to explain. It's actually an AI generated image, and uh, my girlfriend for Christmas got it like put on this metal poster, but encased in a wooden frame. It's really really nice. So I'll, uh, I'll try to not to destroy my whole setup here and turn my camera around. I got this uh, this new webcam that's just hanging on by a thread here. Oh boy. 
Oh boy, is right. Stealing <laughs> lights too. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. They're smoking some death sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go home and rethink their life. All right, so here's a little uh, tour of the arcade. I got some neons up there. I got a Vice City one. You can't really see from this angle, but I think you saw in the picture. Got some Cuphead. Uh, there's some Mortal Kombat. That's uh, Majora's Mask over there. And yeah, here's everything else. Got some Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, whole ass nineties, nineties uh, kicking here, including Megabyte for us. Oh, let's oh. go! <laughs> and uh, old school lava lamp right there. Sweet tooth. Listen, I'm trying. I'm trying not to baby face you right now, but let's face it. Everyone in this chat is like, "Yeah, let's go! This is the best." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a real prick. <laughs> well, at least he knows. <laughs> All right. Well, you prick, let's talk about it. Canadian champion. Here we are, IWS. You got on FN Sanction coming up. You got Bob the Animal Anger. He said he didn't deserve a shot. No. Why does he have a title shot? Why? Well, I, beat, I, I beat all these legends, and then this little sidekick comes in. IWS is WrestleMania unsanctioned. I got to face the sidekick. This is, like, this is like beating The Rock and Steve Austin the same night. Then at WrestleMania, I fight Funaki. Hey, no, no Funaki slander. SmackDown number that. one announcer, and that's about yeah. It. it ends there. It ends there. <laughs> um, all right, you threw me off taking shots at Funaki. Can't can't have that at all. Um, uh, with with IWS working with Crazy Effin Manny, it, just any good Crazy Effin Manny stories? If I can get his name right. A crazy effing Manny stories. Yeah. You bet. Oh, man. This guy. This guy's gone through more furniture than, like, I think anyone I've ever seen in my life. Gone off balconies, furniture, glass. I've seen, like, I've seen, like, three different, like, medical professionals literally grafting glass out of his back backstage. Like, it's just, it's insane. Every time he does, like, this ultimate death match that's going to happen this Saturday. Like, I can't even imagine what Manny's going to look like after this. Like, the last few shows, like I said, like you got teams of people just picking glass and tacks and just anything you could find at a Renault Reno store out of this guy's skin. It's just insane. Like he's nuts. He's he's PCP crazy effing Manny for a reason. Have you uh, have you have you thought about giving him a shot at that championship? Since you're talking oh, about where the opponents. Oh, he's had a shot. I pinned him. I pinned him back in September. I pedigreed him right on top. Right on top of this championship right here. I beat I beat the Green Phantom for this championship, defended it against PCP Manny, and then Sexy Eddie, defeating all three founding fathers of the IWS. And then, like I said, now at the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania of the IWS unsanctioned, I'm facing the sidekick. Like, well, they couldn't give me speedball Mike Bailey, you know, another legend, another test for me, the final exam. No, I got to... Sure. I gotta take this pop quiz. Shouldn't you technically like own the company after defeating all of these you know, people? I, I, sh- I should. You know, I've been I've been carrying this company on my back for close to a year now. Like uh, I've got the weight of a country, the weight of a country on my shoulders here with this Canadian championship. I should own the company. As a matter of fact, you know what? I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the shares are going for. Well, I mean, you are the prime minister of IWS, hypothetically. 
Well, 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 I don't know if you were voted in, but I mean, you do have a lot of sway given your position. Oh, I'm a usurper, baby. Kingslayer. Put <laughs> your heart out, Jamie Lannister. I got both hands, too. What what decision making goes into to being the prime minister? Like, if you could make one besides wrestling, not a sidekick at, at the the show this weekend. Uh, what what would the prime minister of IWS do to change the company and make it better? Um, I would be in every single main event. I would hold every championship. Uh, people would not be allowed to attend the show unless they bought my merch. Which, by the way, there will be new merch available. This Saturday, check out this baby right here. Want to talk Prime Minister? Want to talk about making the world a better place? The unveiling. Look at that baby right there. Oh, I like that. Sexy. Yeah, y'all got 30 Canadian dollars, 30 of our Canadian ones. What's that? What's that in America, Bucks? Like 10? Well, I don't know, man. Uh, Americans have some weird system. They they don't measure anything the right way over there. So who knows what the. Do they even use money over there? I mean, yeah, it goes it gets it goes away very quickly. So we we sadly use it somehow. I, I don't understand that country in any way at all. No, they use a lot of bits, not like Twitch bits, but like bits, and they call them coins. Bitcoins. I've heard yeah. about these things. It's like fake money, like that people buy for some reason. It's like itchy and scratchy bucks. I I really don't understand. Does it come with a board license plate? <laughs> We're going to do the rest of this interview as if we're Simpsons fans. This is great. Uh, hey, musical chair shots, mystery wrestling. What are we doing? Musical chair shots. Oh. <laughs> so apparently, apparently that was the Nyla Rose invention I found out afterwards. Um, look, man, I tried to use my, my prime minister powers there to uh, get a chair back in my possession. I tried to offer – I made some great offers to my opponents. I offered uh, Hattie a halal McRib. Come on, man. Like, who would not want that? A halal McRib. He thought about it. He thought about it. I offered Jane Stone hair and sleeves. I've never seen this man in sleeves. I offered him the ability to own sleeves for his shirts. And Sexy Eddie, I don't know if I could say it on here, but I offered to legalize prostitution. Something he would love. He He agreed. He gave me his chair. Unfortunately, James Stone, I guess, got a little miffed with the hair comment. Turned around, gave me a concussion with this chair shot and uh that about wrapped up my musical chairs musical chair shots but okay a legit concussion or i don't want to put this out there if, if, if it's not legit um it's uh that's uh classified information okay Gotcha. Well, glad glad you're okay. Um, after that, now the Rose, what a menace she is, c- trying to come up with this. Why wasn't she in this? You know, you got to be part of your own invention here. I don't know. It's like Chris Jericho never winning money in the bank, even though we invented it. Uh, hey, if she wants to come uh, to the next musical chair shots, and if Uno will have me back, I will gladly chair shot her in the face. What a what a what a jerk move! Like, yeah, I'm gonna invent this match where everybody else gets hit in the head with a chair, but not me. That's pretty sadistic, you know. Like, uh, maybe she'd make a great prime minister one day. You no, know, you sit back like the king, watch the peasants destroy themselves. Honestly, gotta, gotta respect it when you put it like that. Gotta respect it. I do, I do. <laughs> so, assuming you uh, retain your title. I, I don't assuming, know. Assuming, Joel. No, Joel. I'm sorry. We have to be we have to be journalistic in our approaches to our questions. Listen, we can't I, we can't get in trouble for our questions and our line of questioning anymore. Okay, 
I don't want to start getting text messages from from the bookers being like, hey, what are we doing here? Okay. JT producer is in the number one contendership battle royal at Unoffit Sanction. He's a good friend of yours. What happened to that victory? Well, let's just say uh, we have contingency plans for uh, title retention. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, but what about if like, you guys don't want to do a fair fight? Uh, you know, who's the better man type of thing? You know, you know, you want to do something? I mean, who wants to see that? Who wants to see two friends punch each other in the face? You know, who wants to, who wants to see this face get punched? I'm not gonna. I don't want to fight JT. JT doesn't want to fight me. We're good friends. We uh, we, we hang out. We uh, we do managerial things in the, our little government, and uh, everyone's happy with their position. Can you Magic punch man. Joel in the face for asking these these awful questions and trying to get you to fight your friend? I absolutely can. What are we What yeah. are we doing here? What we never we never watch the 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 fight porn channels on uh, on on Reddit? Not literally fight porn. Is that fight is that porn? where Mac and Me is gonna air? <laughs> Given our budget, yes. You know, we're friends fight each other, or just people fight. If it's a good fight, people want to see it. I'm just saying, JT producer Matt Viviani having a Good fight, you know. Is that like something that'll be like an OnlyFans exclusive? It depends on the money you want to make. If we can make some money off this, faces will be punched. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I feel like good money can be made off of anybody punching you, Joel, especially Matt. So let's just do that instead. Let's just have Matt punch you. What is it? What does the the chat think about that? Oh, the chat loves when Joel gets punched. Yeah, Yeah, the the chat doesn't like Joel. I don't blame him. It's not great. We talk about this documentary now. We talk about it. Is it out there? Can we do it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been shared. All right, IWS, you got a documentary. It's coming. Hell yeah! From uh, Vlad Yudin's going to be the the director. He did Generation Iron. It's about powerlifting. He's done an MMA documentary. Now we're doing one about IWS in twenty five years and its hardcore legacy. Were you a part of the the filming of this? Were you uh, involved in this? Um. The filming is just just beginning, and uh, I will be involved. I can't really go into too much detail on what I'll be doing, but I have a pretty significant uh, role in this uh, production, and it's it's exciting. It's uh, it's something that's going to be seen by a lot of people. It's something that doesn't happen very often with uh, independent promotions, and it's huge for Canada in general, to be honest, to get a a documentary like this. And uh, I'm very excited to take part. I can't wait to see what the production's like, uh, how it turns out, and uh, how many people it reaches. I, I know they're they're doing a lot of filming this weekend for for the show. Do you yeah. have to be like co- more cognizant of there's a camera on you at, at all times, and like, all right, maybe I shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that, or do you just go about your business and not worry about the camera? Um, yeah, like um, luckily enough with IWS, uh, we've had the privilege of uh, being on TV for a few years now, and I'm just I'm. I, I think I speak for most of the locker room and we're just so used to having a camera on us. It's almost like second nature. Now we're, we're used to just, uh, you know, like knowing our peripherals, someone's always watching. There's going to be pictures being taken, stuff being filmed. And uh, yeah, we're just, you just got to be yourself out there, treat it like it's any other show and uh, just put on your best performance and uh, get some good footage. The, uh, the most important question we try to ask our guests, your hottest wrestling take so we can turn it into a headline here. My hottest wrestling take? Yeah, I mean, listen, Shane Hawk comes on here and he blasts the U.S. Indies and gets a lot of notice for that. 
I fully back what you said, by the way, because the, the United States, you know, it is easy mode wrestling. It's uh, for Canadians to get exposure. It's a lot more difficult. And like, thank God for this documentary. Hopefully this helps. But the Americans just have so much access. For example, for a Canadian talent to get picked up and signed by, let's use WWE as an example. It's not as simple as getting signed. We need like uh, work visas and things like that that Americans just can do. They can, if if somebody in, in the states is is looked is looked at and liked by WWE, it's hey, come on over to the Performance Center. But with us, it's a bit more like, do we really want to invest in this guy? Do we really want to put all this stock into them and bring them into our country and go through all this paperwork and all this stuff? We have a million more hurdles to jump in the Americans. So I do agree with Shane Hawk on what he said, but my personal hot take, man, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, hmm. Oh, this is, uh, I think, uh, the Cody crybabies need to shut their mouths. Let's, let the rock do his thing. Fair. Let the rock do his thing. He is money. He is money incarnated. Will we ever see the return of dumb fuck number one? Will we ever see? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what? Okay. Do, do you? What about dumb fuck number two and the Los dumb fucks? You've never heard of them? I have no idea what you're talking about. I no no idea. I've I've I, I think I've seen uh, something about this, but I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. What about empty headed dumb fucks? Have you heard of them? Empty headed dumb fucks. Uh, yeah. I I. Are those Bob the Animal Anger fans? Is that what I mean, is, is that what those are? Could be. Could be. There's probably not many of them out there. <laughs> I feel like whatever this is, this was like you know several years and inches ago. Inches, uh, inches of hair. I mean, you know. <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> we got a super chat from Ryan Sullivan asking, "Mr. Viviani, do you agree that Joel is worse at Mario Kart?" That is a blatant lie from Ryan Sullivan, but he asked the question oh. because we care about our fans. I think last time we played, I went something like 48 and 0. So that, that speaks for that. It was kind of a disgusting number. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we play a game on the channel. It's called Partner, Promo, or Punch in the Face. I'm going to give you three names. You're going to pick which one you want to partner with in a tag team match, which one you want to do a promo off with in the ring, and which one you want to punch in the face, have a one-on-one fight with. Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. You know these people very well. Alex Mays, Bob Anger, Green Phantom. Matt Vivian, punch oh, okay. promo partner. <sighs> I've, I've, I've promoted and punched Green Phantom in the face many times, so I, I guess a partnership would be something pretty interesting. Uh, I like a promo off with Alex May so I can just completely torch him. And you better believe the next Saturday there will be many punches thrown in Bobby Animal Anger's face. Many punches. The setup we all needed. The Prime Minister, the Canadian champion, Matt Viviani faces the animal. Bob Anger at IWS on Evan Sanction. It's March the 2nd. Trailer Plus. Go find it. Go watch it. Matt Viviani, thank you so much. Please put over anything else you want to. Put over anything else I want to. Yeah, check out uh, the IWS at IWS Hardcore on uh, on Instagram. And I believe also... Uh, also, Twitter, X, whatever it's called these days. they got great talent, great matches. Uh, you can check them out on Triller. Check out their library, all our previous shows. And if you want to check me out, I'm at MattViviani91 on all socials. Come give me a follow. Come see what I'm about. And uh, 
You can see some arcade updates too while you're at it. They're very nice. Mm-hmm. I got to admit. Thank you for your morning time. Thank you, Matt. Good luck yeah, on, you, Matt. on the second. Thank you very much. Take care. Matt Viviani. Heck of a talk. Heck of a conversation. I can't believe you want people to punch me in the face again, Jeremy. What's wrong with you? I want everybody to punch you in the face. That's, you know, why, why wouldn't I? The problem is every time you want me to do this, I then have to go and like clean it up by having one-on-one conversations with them. So I had to do it with Macklin. And they should punch you in the face during that. No, they shouldn't. Well, first of all, we did it in a semi-public area. It was a hotel room. Still, still can't do that. They still should have punched you. No, no one should be punching me. You you have this claim. You are the Fightful champion. Yeah, they gave never me defend your gold, title. They gave me a gold title on the Discord. Yeah, someone... I've... Shout out to Michael J. Straw. Can't believe that. I have the power to ban you from the Discord, too, by the way. Do you? Yeah, that's what, that's what Straw said. Can I do this? Let's see. Aren't we <laughs> both moderators? I don't know, but let's see if I can ban Joel. Joel Pearl. No, I would say don't actually do it because I don't know how easy it is to get back in. Eh, I can block you. You can block me. That's one thing. I don't want to block you. I want to... I want to I want to ban you. Yeah, don't ban me from this. Why not? Well, for two reasons. One, I don't know. Oh, I can! It says kick Joel Pearl. It says ban Joel Pearl. Don't do it because I don't know how easy it is to get back in and I would like to be able to spend my Tuesday when I'm traveling hanging out in the discord with our pals mm. yeah people are saying it's not easy to get back do not ban it's a pain in discord mm. sounds so, like i should do it though <laughs> sounds like but you shouldn't what about kick what if i kick him no Is because then you gotta re-add me to the group and i don't know if no. you can do that either why not stop it oh this is actually very important drew nicholas we did meet at the first grand slam they would have been so jealous of how close we were the first Grand Slam. And he how, let's see how hold on. Let's see how difficult this is. Let's give, invite. Give me a ride back to my uh, to my hotel too. Very very nice guy. Love hold me some Drew Nicholas. Let, let me let me let me message Straw here. Oh god! Oh, this is this is a whole thing. You gotta you gotta go find someone on on Twitter. Put this up. Go to Michael J Straw's uh, Twitter. He's at Mike Straw Media. He's he's got the info, and Sean also has it on his Twitter. I know Sean also like tweets a billion other things at the same time. So, you know. I just, I, I like when I send messages to people and it's just like, hey, we need you to join this show. No reason. Just like, we need you to come on right now. Right now. So I've, I've sent the link to Straw. We'll see if he, uh, if he can join us. The wife, by the way, is telling me to not do this. And then it says, stop making Joel's life difficult. That, why that Don't sounds like fun. no it's not i'm the one who actually participates in that discord nah, i our... do no you don't you've done it once what are you talking about <laughs> someone's saying get will chisholm to send a super chat to get joel banned from the discord listen five hundred dollars jeremy can ban me from the discord how's that how no, i'll do I... it for much less <laughs> no you'll do it for five hundred dollars jeremy <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta sponsor this episode much less Anyway. I'll do it for like a buck. Tell you what, we'll add the five dollars. Seven bucks. Seven bucks. We'll, Seven we'll add it from, bucks and we'll, add five, we'll add it to the five hundred that from Kim Gray's five, which is the of the Peacock app over the weekend. Didn't get up until 7 30 a.m. Saturday. I had to wait a, a while before the replay was available. Network was much better. So do you want to talk about the the uh, elimination chamber, the Australia chamber, the pirate chamber? No. 
I don't have much to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't use the Peacock app because I'm Canadian. So things okay, are- Mike Strahl's here. Oh boy, everybody's here. Wow, Mike Strahl's oh, driving. Boy. This isn't good. What up? <laughs> this is awful. But I'm doing it anyway because I'm mad. I left my wallet at home going to the bank. Now I'm driving back to get it. Okay, Please be okay, safe. Mike, yes, be safe. Thank you for joining us for this silly bit that we're doing here. I want to ban Joel Pearl from the Discord, but he says like it's a pain in the ass to get added back. If I ban him, how much difficulty is it to get him added back? We'd have to verify his account and make sure he's a real person. Which uh, that doesn't I, seem no, difficult. don't do this. Mike, tell him it's hard. As the reigning Fightful champion, you can't ban him, though. Why not? So if I click ban Joel Pearl, nothing's going to happen? I mean, it w- it would. But then well, I have... Then like you're, but then you're making more work for me. Do you really want to make okay. Mike Straw do more work? He does a lot of work for us already. I love Mike Straw. And so I'm not even getting paid. I'm doing this work for the Discord out of the goodness of my heart. I'm not even getting paid. Yeah, but think oh. of the bit. Think of the bit of me just banning <laughs> Joel Pearl. It's funny. What if we ban Sean? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny too, but like he's actually above me and can, uh, you know. I know we can't him. ban it. I, yeah, he's got yeah. the super permissions. Yeah, Joel. Joel can't actually like, do anything to me except be mad if this is online. Whatever. Stop doing that. What about kicking Joel? What does kicking oh. do? Oh, kicking just removes him, and then he can be re-added. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, I can kick. No, right. then I gotta do stuff afterwards and get re-added. What do you have to do? Get re-added. I don't want to do this. Why? Stop trying to boot me from things. Seven bucks, everybody. Seven bucks, and I'll no, kick Joel. Five hundred is the number. Seven. People seven bucks. Disgusting. Someone would give. I mean, define bucks. Like, is it seven like American dollars? Seven rubles? Right, seven seven bucks in the super chats. Seven. Seven American dollars. No, five hundred American dollars. Seven bucks. In uh, homage to Dwayne. I acknowledge the the great one, the the tribal Dwayne. No, don't don't acknowledge him. anything. No, no, don't acknowledge that. Now Wait, see, I, I was on board, and then you said an homage to Dwayne, <laughs> and now I'm now I'm not on board anymore. You ever heard of this guy? He had seven bucks in his pocket, and now he's the biggest yeah, star in the world. Good. I'm currently <laughs> at a state where I'm more. I had more money than he did when he was like 22. Good. I'm, seven I'm happy bucks. I have ten dollars in my wallet that I don't even have. So I got nothing in my pocket, actually. So I'm I'm lying. Mike, not even one hand. What was that? Not even one hand in your pocket. Got it. You got a pen. No, no. And he's got one hand in his pocket, and the other one's driving and trying not to get into a wreck. (laughs) Yeah, please, please don't, please don't wreck, Mike. Mike Stahl, thank you for joining us all the time. This this is nothing new. (laughs) Well, be safe. Thanks for doing this. Uh, so apparently we, we solved that I can kick Joel Pearl. That's fine. Banning. Don't do it. <laughs> Why? Seven <laughs> bucks, everybody. That's it. Bye, people. Bye, Mike. Talk to you guys later. Thanks, Mike. Oh, God. Anyway. I got it pulled up. Look, everybody. It's pulled up right there. All I got to do is kick him. Stop it. Seven bucks. You know what the worst part is? I can do something just as bad for you. <laughs> You could probably ban me and kick me, I assume. Yeah, I could do other things too. What? Wait, what? You know you know how I really just nip this in the bud? I'm not going to say it, but there's a way that I can do it. It's just completely nip it in the bud. Well. No, because what? I'm not going to give you the idea. 
My what? idea is to kick you. What is the idea? I, I can't tell you now. Can't tell you. Because then you might do it. And there you I'm might not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I promise no, I won't do it. We can't let you do it. Okay. It's it's just it's too much, too soon, and you'll have just too much power. I promise okay? I won't do it. Speaking of power. The power of Z compels us. The power of Z compels everybody. That's true. Andrew Zarian. Andrew Zarian. Yes, sir. Nice eyebrows. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, do I have a case of the Mondays. Yeah? Talk about it. What are we doing? I don't, I don't want to do anything today. People yelling at you? Oh, every day. You have no idea. Every mm-hmm. single day I get yelled at. What kind of hoodie do you have uh, on? Who cares about getting yelled at? What kind of hoodie do you have on? Oh, look at this. Oh, I know uh, this one very well. I know this yeah. one. I got a couple of these. I have three different versions of it. Wow. Yeah. It's one of my favorite shirts. I get stopped all the time. It's a nice hoodie. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh there was a uh a retraction of anger that uh <laughs> that was removed. Did you know by uh, the way, this is did you know completely off topic? Did you know that Moose lied to us in his interview? About what? He said that there would be blood. Oh yeah. On Friday. Yeah, there, was no the match. there was no blood in their match. He lied. Fibber. Yeah. Moose is a fibber. He's a fibber. Don't, don't call Moose a liar. We're definitely never gonna get anybody on this show again. Well, he's factual in this case. He lied to us, said there will be blood, and then there was no blood. Everything else he said in that interview was factual, and I give him credit for that. He said blood, there was no blood. So I um I, I made a little announcement on Friday on Matt Men that uh, Rich and I are going to be doing a very fun project somewhere. Really? I didn't announce where. I didn't announce where it is, but I, I do. I I will say it on this show that Rich and I will be uh, uh, moving to a a gigantic pro wrestling media. Uh, channel the CW Network, hell yeah! We are going the CW app, the CW app. I just hope that when you get to whatever your main event topic is, you're able to watch that segment. Shout out to Steven Jensen who went on a full two minute tirade on how he couldn't watch the Power Main event this past week on the Weekender because the the app kicked him out and he just couldn't get it or it wasn't uploaded. Whatever. (laughs) I uh, I'm also getting sick. And I feel no. it. It's happening. Are you yeah. are you going to Greensboro, Sarian? I'm not. No, but you know what? I, I, I do have a tremendous case of FOMO. Yeah. Um I I ha I had planned on going because I really when I was at the World's End show, I got to see Sting and I was like, Man, you know, what an incredible pro wrestler that I have not seen too much of. That might have been Actually, no, I mean, all the AWs that he's been on, you know, that was like local. I, I saw him more than once, but in my span of watching wrestling, you know, over 30 something years, probably from like the biggest names in wrestling, I've seen him the least. Oh, well, it's because you weren't in the South for WCW. I wasn't in the South for WCW. Um, I, Nobody and then, you know, and then I didn't, I didn't really go to any TNA shows. Hey, only because they never were here. I mean, yeah. they, when they came here, it was already kind of over, you know? Yeah, no Hammerstein ballroom for them. I'd love for them to run that again, huh? They're going to be doing nice. 10,000 pretty soon, so it's fine. 10,000? 10, 10,000 what? 
that's what I don't know. Santino said he thinks that they they can do ten thousand. They got to get on a better network. So you know that's that's step one, I guess. But he thinks they're they're on the up and they can they can be doing ten thousand. So I'm just repeating what Santino said. Everybody, um, like, don't give me this look. Hey, uh, you want to you want to you want to go to Rebellion in Vegas, Andrew Zarian? It's four twenty. <sighs> Is it on 420? Yeah, it's 420 in Vegas. Oh. If you really want to, that show is going to be the slowest moving show in wrestling history. GCW I, has a show that night in in, in LA. That's going to move at a better pace. GCW has a has a pay per view in LA on the twentieth. They've got a they've got a 420 show. Yeah, how boy, that's going to be a very busy weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's going to be fun. I'm gonna triple. It's going to be a very busy weekend. Some people are going to have to make a decision on what they want to go to. Yeah. Collision with, with Rob Van Dam. Is there something going on on the, the 21st, Andrew? I have no idea. Okay. I don't know anything. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't want to get yelled at. I don't Where know. are you going to be at on the 21st, Zarian? Uh, that's a Sunday. Yes. Uh, I will be uh, at home in bed. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Or in the tub watching, watching uh, <laughs> wrestling in the tub. Oh, yeah. No, I love that. I love that for you. Uh. I like I like uh, the comment. Caden goes Stanford drone Andrew Zarian. Sounds right. Sounds right. Zarian, come to yeah. Greensboro. We'll we'll set up in the cheap are seats. With are Sting. you going? You're going. I know you're going. Joel, are you going to Greensboro? Yeah. Nah, no one's paying me to go to Greensboro. They don't like Canadians there, right? They don't. Is that how it works? Thank you. It ain't happening. <laughs> I'll go. Hey, to I got a question for you guys. I got a question because I know you both listen to Matt Men. If if for this uh, possible move that we're going to be making, not with that show, but with like another show, do I have to? Do you think? Because I I had a lot of people message me saying like, oh wow, you're going to have to change your show if you're going that place. Do you think I have to change it in any way? Well, no. it depends how uh, how Masad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. Does does Billy let you get away with talking about anything? Then you're fine. Billy owns yeah. the company, right? Well, listen, I, you could obviously do open drugs on their pay-per-view, so. Yeah. See, you're yeah. already ahead of the game. Yeah. Pop I mean, you can, edibles, good to go. I mean, you can do open drugs. Listen, I think I think pretty, let's 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 I don't do I don't do I don't do I, I I'm never under the influence when I'm doing a show only for the watch alongs that at the nine o'clock hour I would take I would I got so fed up doing the watch alongs that I would self-sabotage the stream where at like 930 I would take an edible and I would say we're going to see how, what happens now and if the show ends and it's a captivating show and I'm interested great if not I'm probably dying on the air and you're going to watch me melt. And that's what would happen. Sometimes I would just give up midstream. I would just turn off the stream. I wouldn't even say anything. Well, listen, listen. We're not we're not all saints here on Fightful either. You know, there was that one time when Sean, you know, sparked up during a, an NXT post show. Did during, he really? Good for yeah, him. Yeah. It was, was the, the, the rumor. Saudi sale rumors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a night. Yeah, that, that was, was a four hour episode. Did allegedly coke on the stream too? Yeah, that's so. true. Allegedly. I, I did. Uh, I also did tease something last week on the show um, that I wanted to address on this. I said, and I think I've told Joel this, and maybe you, Jeremy. I don't know if I've told Jeremy this, but I have such an incredible story uh, about WWE that if I tell the story, I will never be invited back to another event. 
It is so incredible. Um, it would it would be it would definitely be bur- bridge burning if I ever spoke about this. Has nothing to do with any kind of sexual assault or allegations. Okay, I just want to say that. Putting that out As, there. I want to put that out there. It's not like I'm, I've been holding on to like this big secret. However, if I laid out this, what was presented to me, it is better than anything Succession could ever do. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Okay, I gotta know this now. I I will. I I'm wait. I, I need to figure out a way to tell the story, uh, in a good like frame it. But I will tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you off the air when when we get off, Jeremy, because it is so incredible. Joel, I think I told you this story. I honestly, I don't remember. It's possible that you, you we we talk a lot, so I okay. don't. I, I can't remember what I did yesterday. I got up at so, six a.m. Okay. So. Uh, that's one thing. And then I had a, I, I've spoken about this before, you know, a lot of news came out, I guess not a lot of news, but a lot of discussion came out around Chris Canyon late last week uh, about how he was treated uh, and what was done. Did you see all the discourse happening about Canyon online? Yeah, because Cena the, gave Cena answers regarding Vince McMahon and then people then pulled up the, the Chris Canyon stuff where he gave Cena answers regarding Chris Canyon. So I became friendly with Chris in right before his passing. I was doing a non-wrestling show. He was starting to like stream and he wanted to get into podcasting and we were talking regularly. It just happened that that he saw because my company is called Guys from Queens and he's from Queens, you know, he's from Sunnyside. And we started talking and we would talk, I would help him out. And he told me, and I know that this was up story, and he said, Hey, um, Howard won't have me back on the show because he said what what I want to what I want to address about Vince would be a tremendous lawsuit and he can never have this on. Uh, can I come on your show? And I said sure. I said absolutely. He goes no. Listen, this is huge. This is groundbreaking. This is going to blow the lid off of this place. Like he was really adamant that this was a huge story, and then he died. And I never, and I have no idea what that story was. And I'm so curious what he had. And it wasn't that he was mistreated. That wasn't the story. I think that was pretty public. Um, I, I've always wondered what that story was that he had. There is, you know, Paul Romo is on News Nation. And there's apparently a story out there that's worse than the Janelle Grant allegations. No idea what that could be. Um, I, I don't um, either. Yeah. yeah. But this man, I'm going to tell you, Jeremy, I, I didn't know this guy, but he, obviously he was trouble. Sweet guy. Uh, like such a nice man. Right. Obviously he was suffering. He was heavily suffering. He was crying about this. And he said he felt that he needed to talk. He needed to get this out there. He was so distraught that he, he, Listen, everybody's mental state, uh, everybody deals with their own way. I don't know if this was a a bad episode or a bad moment for him. 
uh, because he was very open about his mental health and he had spoken to me about it uh, repeatedly. But, and again, I had a very short window of a relationship. It was like maybe like three months I would talk to him. And then he passed. I've always wondered for years what this could have been. I, Chris Canyon in WWE, never really given that that shot he probably should have. I loved Canyon in WCW, especially the, the innovative offense and everything. I always played, played as him in the WCW like revenge games and things like that. Just fantastic uh, professional wrestler and seemed like a good human being. I can't say I, I knew anything about him or ever met him or anything, but seemed like a very good human being. And like, man, it's very unfortunate the, the way he passed, everything he dealt with leading up to his passing. And that's, that's heavy to have something that he wanted to get out. And then unfortunately, and he, he never, never did. Yeah. Yeah. Never got it out. He never got it. And you know, now you wonder, you know, now you wonder all the time because you hear all these stories and, and, and listen, I, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of allegations that come out. Right. And when these things happen, there's going to be so many uh, different stories and versions, some factual, many not it's very possible. You know, um, I'm glad that the Ashley story is coming out. You know, that's something important. But we, I've, I've always wondered that because he came off so genuine to me. And, and I my bullshit meter is really good. Okay, a little too good. Sometimes I'm a little bit more pulled back on, on believing somebody. But he was so, I mean, I didn't think this man was lying to me or working me, you know. Like, I said this to a wrestler. Uh, that I had a relationship with at the time. And he's like, oh, no, he's just working you. And I'm like, oh, man, you're not going to sit there and cry to someone to work them. I mean, that, that that's insane. I'm thinking about Mortis. That was a great mm-hmm. character. I'm thinking about the Mortis. Mortis? Yeah, that was great. Sorry, that's my addition. Mortis was great. Mortis was great. Yeah. Canyon was great. But- yeah, it's... He was on I, – I, if WCW never shut down, I think he would have most likely been on that top tier for that for like the 2001, 2002 year until they figured out what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, he was incredible. He was doing things that nobody could. He – I mean, it was, a, it was a spoof gimmick, but his diamond cutter, that was the first RKO out of nowhere. He was running around just diamond cutting people out of nowhere. Where, That's where, what really started it. Wearing that blonde DDP wig. That yeah, yeah, I love that. Do you know? You know what bit? What bit I discovered? I totally forgot that Raven was uh, a rich kid. Yeah, in WCW and Sandman. His in, Sandman's introduction was that he was like this, like the 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 good friend, and he was like a normal human being. Yeah, and he would like he loved his family, and he would come over, and he's like, "We got to do something about Raven." We got to do something about Scotty. You know, he, he has to stop this. And he was just like, I thought that was hysterical. Hardcore hack, baby. Hack. It just took away what made him the Sandman in ECW. And it's like, hey, here's hack. Uh, we'll just give him a girl. It'll be fine. We'll call her uh, chastity. Let's go. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. It's okay. He's got um, a whole plethora of stories he can tell now based on that experience. You know what? One day I'll write a book and I'll and I'll maybe tell the story of of what I was presented. 
Let's save that. That will. Yeah, maybe I'll save that for the book. I am. I, oh, you want a little scoop? Of course. Yes. This is this is not a joke. Okay. You know that meme that the Matman Boys posted on Thanksgiving, where I have a I have a book mm-hmm. called Wrestling yeah. with Ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got so many messages. I have started writing that book. <laughs> Now hold on. You eating the indies is another one that just came out. That's a that's an indie wrestling cookbook. Is it really? Yeah, it recently came out, like in the last few months. Well, my, mine is going to be called uh, "Wrestling with Ingredients," and every dish has a wrestling story about my life. Okay, all right, I'm for it. Did, are you going to get the the forward written by I don't know some chef wrestler? Renee, Renee, Renee would be good. Yeah, don't don't do the pizza guy. I should I should get RJ City to write the forward, and he shouldn't uh, even know what it's for. <laughs> he probably would. Like write write a forward for my book, and then he just writes something. It'd be great. Something I don't. What kind of book? You don't need to know. Just write it. Uh, I started writing that, so that's that's a little scoop. Is there is there a baked ziti recipe? That's a very good question. There is a big ziti recipe, and it's not my recipe. It's it's a friend of mine uh, that happens to work for one of the big companies, and. He told me a great story about how he would come home from school to watch wrestling, and he decided that he was going to bake a ziti, and he ruined the whole thing, and he burnt. He got like third degree burns on his hand. And it doesn't uh, sound very good, though. Yeah, well, it, apparently the ziti was fantastic, but he just okay. burnt his hand. So that that will be uh, that'll be a big ziti recipe. It, it was the skin flakes that gave it extra flavor. <laughs> he burnt his hand while cooking the, the ziti. Um, there will be a big ziti recipe, yeah. Oh, and Meet Normus is also in the chatter pal saying I can help with meat recipes. So. Oh yeah, there you go, a meat recipe. Yeah, I, I, I you know what, John Alba's got to be in that book. He has to have a cameo. Yeah, but he's he just going to something. Kick, he's just going to want to kick wagyu. Like this is going to be like you got to get your wagyu. It's going to cost you five hundred dollars in the grocery store. So get ready, wrestling fans. He's all about sous vide. Yeah, he is. He's he a is. big sous vide guy. Yeah, yeah How he's is a John Alba You know, I. I he didn't take my advice when I took him out to dinner. <laughs> he didn't listen to me. I don't know. I mean, that would have made him not single for a night, but I don't know if that would have <laughs> been a long time. Maybe, listen, maybe we'll have a pretty woman situation on our hands if he had done something. John, John went on a date with one of my best friends. Uh, is she still your best friend? She still is, yeah. One oh, of my childhood good. friends. It's a, it's a weird little bubble we're in, yeah. Childhood best friend. I mean, after the date, did they still want to be your best friend? Uh, yeah, but he was like, you know, why does this guy, like, this guy's all about sous vide He's like, listen, I, I'm a purist. That's what she said. No, John, oh. John's a great guy. A sweet, sweet man. I, I, I don't, you know what? How is he single? I don't know. We should do like a dating telethon for him. Oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine if we did? That'll be part of our 24-hour charity. Dial a date. We can play. Di- Ooh, you know what? That'll. I'm bringing a stern bit back for, for my show, for no, this debut you show. Know. I told you, you cannot get the Sabian. You cannot bring it into the studio. <laughs> We're not doing the Sibian? <laughs> no. <I> can't do <laughs> that. Hoo, Robin. We got Joel per- Pearl writing the Sibian today. Hoo, <laughs> Robin. Tell him, Fred. Oh, oh the worst. <laughs> but no, I feel you like that'd be good to you, Joel. No, probably not. <laughs> Win a date with John Alba. Proceeds. Uh, first place gets a $500 gift card usable at Dr. Sal Calabro's uh, Plastic Surgery Center. 
We're also the winner will get a, uh, a, a laser eye surgery, courtesy of Dr. Jeff Delarusso, the Delarusso Eye Center. <laughs> we'll do the we'll do this as part of our our twenty four hour charity stream. Win a date with John Alba. We'll have Joel on the the Sibian. <laughs> right, the Sibian. <laughs> This is the nuttiest thing ever. This See, this is how, I, and this is how I poison everyone. This is how it happens. I feel like this, this is, is a good idea. There's, there's, there's a, there's a video. There's a viral video that went around. It was on Reddit a whole bunch of times. I'm sure people have seen it. And it's like the art of, um, of uh, it's the poker face video where a guy is sitting in front of a classroom and he's like. This is how you know. This is how you make a good deal. This is how you get the best bang for your buck. And it's you know poker face, poker face. Yeah. And then they pull out, and he has been sitting. You know, he also pulls out of something, and he he's sitting on on something. And he's like, "I just came seven times, and none of y'all knew because he was straight face the whole time." It's there's, I'll find the video, but it exists, and that's a, that's the stupid thing I was thinking about. What kind of videos are you watching, Joel? This, this one is is a, a comedy video, Jeremy. Lynn. And you're yeah. watching fight porn as well? Like, That's right. We just Mac- carried right over from Friday, didn't we, everybody? Carried yeah. right over from Friday. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't understand why there's a sudden influx of revenue. <laughs> <laughs> we need that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that token sound effect. That's what we need. <sighs> Any way to get me to Vegas, that's how we're going to do it. We we got independent we got independent movies to film. We're not trying to get you to Vegas unless you're going to film a movie in Vegas. I mean, Vegas would be the perfect place to film Mac and Me. That's true. Some of those hotel rooms. Zarian, you want to star in our remake of Mac and Me? You seen Mac? Am and I, me? Can I can I be Mac? Uh, if you would like. Do I fall down that cliff? <laughs> you, you fall down. I think we're something. doing. Yeah, we're, we're our, our movie's a little bit different than. That movie. What a disturbing alien that alien is. It's a. It's, it's disgustingly disturbing looking. It's a yeah. It's a movie. It's it's something. It is sure is something. It, it, it was the ET craze. Yeah. Everybody had an alien pet. That was uh, that was that was something else. Uh, movie. Yeah. I can't watch ET. Like you can. I can't watch ET. It'll make me cry again. I, I'll be Mac. I'll I'll do a good Mac. Okay. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Like this? I mean, <laughs> yeah. if that's how you look when it happens, <laughs> so power to definitely you. a face you would make. Uh, I like how Zary has almost... no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, you gotta go back on, and watch Friday's show. Yeah, uh, I, is doing his own show on Friday. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch Friday's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all right. Nobody. I else didn't watch it. There. That's fine. Wow. All right, boys. Okay. I gotta go. Bye, Andrew Zarian. Right. Joel, Joel, get ready to write that Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tomorrow, uh, he does, he's not, uh, he'll probably hear this in a minute when he comes back on. Uh, I, I'm traveling tomorrow, Andrew Zarian, so you get four hours of me bugging the shit out of you while we talk. I'll be sitting sitting on a train. <laughs> messaging Andrew Zarian, all these things. Yeah, we'll just be talking scoops back and forth, making stupid shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mac enemy. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Friday show. Oh, man. Speedpunk says, where will the McDonald's dancing happen in your Mac and me remake? We'll have to reconstruct our own McDonald's for that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to. Wait, I don't know if we can. <laughs> we'll have to. 
this is when we're actually going to call it McDicks, and it'll be a good box. Yeah, Zarian no longer wants to be part of Mac and me. He no longer wants to be Mac. Zarian, we're going to need maybe some of your contacts or something to to put this thing together. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we're an hour into the show, and we had an interview, and that's about all the wrestling we've talked about. Yeah, what are we doing on this show today? Well, we got in the weeds on literally everything else. Uh, we do have to talk about the Cody Rock stuff from Elimination Chamber. We do probably want to talk about some of Collision because there was some fun stuff there. It was a fine did episode. We, yeah, you know, the main event was good. Stuff. stuff happened. We got BCC and NFTR for, for Revolution. You're going to be there. You're going to enjoy that. Uh, do you think they'll attack? Am I? Why are you telling me what I'm going to enjoy? Uh, you you like Brian Danielson, and he's got a, a at least a match on that card. That's what does that have to do with BCC and well, FTR? He's part though. of BCC. He's not going to be in the but match. He's not in that match. He's gonna, but he's part of the group. So by extension, he's not in that match. So but by care. extension, let me finish. You would be enjoying BCC. God, why? No, just because I like one person doesn't mean I like the entire group. Wow. So you hate John Moxley and you hate Claudio Castagnoli? I mean, I didn't say that, but can't believe you shy town spurs adding to the conversation the acclaim thank you for the memories but it's time to say goodbye uh you ever you ever drop bars in the middle of a rap and then completely forget what the rap was supposed to be about and then you just say mm, mm, and then you just walk away from the rap you ever done that couldn't in edit that one could they no they couldn't after all the conversations you and i had about doing it live versus doing it taped they gave him a live mic and said, don't you dare. And he was like, oh, just you watch. And then he forgot what he was going to say. Or he pulled back on what he was going to say and he realized he screwed it up. I don't know the instance. Oh, wow. Choking. Just a choke job by, by uh, old caster there. I, I thought they were going to have the, the split by now. The bang bang scissor gang split going into revolution nah, they're gonna go they're gonna they're gonna go a little bit longer with this, this is, nonsense this is gonna be an alexa bliss and uh nikki cross situation where god damn it they're friends friends don't split up these people are friends we got to keep them friends now they can also just say it's like adam cole and mjf if you want to keep it an aw thing but you know i like that i like that Hassan's just like it's a work that he choked during his wrath i'd actually respect that if he just worked in i put it out choke. there I put it out there because he said he's going to have management seeing red and then he suddenly pulled back and he stopped. So like, they're, they're, is it possible? Sure. Could they make it a work? Yeah, they can make it into anything. But like, yeah, you know, if you don't think that way and that's the way you want to see it, sure, go for it. It's not going to hurt anybody. It was just a really... What rhymes with red that he would have said? No, that. <laughs> Dead. Uh, bread. Maybe they were facing Satoshi Kojima. Oh, he's going to work in a Kojima reference. Yeah. yeah, there you go. See, we could have done everything, but he decided to just stop. I'll, I'll have management seeing red eating you pussies like Kojima eating bread. There we go. Dala, where are you at? Why aren't we doing this with you? Okay. <sighs> and like Jeff Valley Driver saying, you should use it as an angle. I don't know what the angle is because then you're going up like a management hates me type of thing and it's like you really have to make it be a, a not a fun angle but like a, a a usable angle you know what i mean like a useful one what's the angle of like management hates what tony khan doesn't like me so i'm gonna fight tony khan is this a freedom of speech thing is is he gonna go like full maga like what are we gonna do here what, what? what i don't know he's gonna rage against the machine <laughs> i don't know that's the thing it's like what if you make it a work what 
works to make it into a story. Does it? The Young Bucks. I okay, you could do that. You can have the Bucks come out and be like, "We told you not to say this, and you said it." They're okay. There are EVPs that are useful in this context. Yes. Yeah. So the the Young Bucks would be. That's a feud, I guess. Like, I mean, let's say okay. Let's let's. Are let's, the acclaimed baby faces or heels? Depends who you ask and when they come out and who they rap about and who's selling for the famouser because that was a baby face sell. I don't care what. You oh say. my guys, sipping the savage sauce, baby. So oh, they sipped it right over the top rope. That was guys, so Jack Jameson and uh, Boulder and Bronson, baby. Love those guys. Wild, isn't it amazing that at one point, like the Iron Savages. When they were just with the, the, the tag team they were known as before, just it was no traction. And then this has turned them into like a really fun trios to see. Ass eating is over. Oh, very much so. But I'm saying like they, they took this and they've made it into something that is so much fun. They're like, their time can come. That's fine. But right now, people are watching and they're enjoying it, like myself included. I think that's really good for them. People love eating ass, they do. They do, yeah. I don't know. He's just uh, how do you how do you do it? You can have the young bucks and and the acclaimed eventually. I don't know if the like hypothetically, let's say Sting and Darby retain at Revolution, and the next wow. night Sting and Darby address the fans and st- not next night on on the Wednesday because Sting's they, never appearing on Dynamite again after this Wednesday. No, after next Wednesday. I thought he was doing the Wednesday after Revolution. No. Wasn't that what Tony said? He was doing no, the one Tony after? said that he this is Sting's final dynamite this, this Wednesday. Week. Oh, I thought it was yeah. oh, I thought it was next Wednesday for some reason. Why would you think it was the next Wednesday? So he can properly say his goodbyes to the no. AW universe. He's the never AW appearing out. on AW television again after Sunday. You're right. So it's his final dynamite this yeah. this Wednesday. Well, either way, let's just say they retain. Let's just say they retain. And then they decide to drop the belts in the ring and say, okay, well, I don't have a tag partner anymore. So uh, that's Darby's. Darby will fight alone. He doesn't care. Okay. So Darby's then going to be a part of a a tag team title tournament of some sorts. He just fights alone. He keeps the title and he's just like, whatever, two on one. Makes the rest of the tag division look like shit. Let's go. I mean, he he should lose his first match, but Flair is going to be his partner. I still got one left to me. And Darby's like, fuck no. Get me out of here. I quit. Flair, a fellow with his partner. Yeah, MJF defended those ROH tag team titles by himself. He beat a bunch of people. Listen, it's all just leading up to Conrad coming into the ring this Wednesday on Dynamite and being like, Sting, congratulations on your big career. And welcome to the family because starting on March the 4th on AdFreeShows.com, it's going to be Sting. Sting's last words. No, it's gonna be me no, and Sting. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to In the Rafters with Sting. That's true. My southerner sounds more like Jeff Jarrett than it did. Yeah, I don't know. Johnny from Alabama. What you were doing there? I just said, listen, listen. It's it's Huntsville. Connie basically bought the arena for them for the night, so it's gonna be him running the show, right? That's how it's gotta be. Oh man! Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying it's funny to see fans how funny to see fans how upset people are about Jay White's booking. To be fair, I didn't pick this storyline out of my HST is actually a tax form here in Canada. So, <laughs> oops, there we go. 
listen, the Jay White booking, I still think that Jay White should be booked stronger as a singles competitor. Is this entertaining? Sure. Like, am I laughing? Sure. Would I rather see him presented a little stronger as a, you know, as a single star? Yes. But here we are. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Uh, I mean, Jay White, he got a world title shot. Now he's doing this stuff. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and it's showtime with Sting on AppreShows.com. Who, I guess, I mean, Conrad's the, the co-host. I, a Sting podcast would be fun. They should let me host that. They wouldn't have, that would be a Conrad hosting gig for sure. Yeah. Of all the shows he does, it, he, you know how it goes now. It's like he does the first six months and then then he starts passing it off to a co-host because something else is going on. And then all of us, you know, you know how it works. That's how it goes. Anyway, um, yeah, there was there was stuff from Collision that was fun. Uh, and then Sting's, Sting's last match is coming up. But, but the point Brian I was Danielson. Say- Beating the shit out of that jobber Junaki. <laughs> I mean, listen, they brought in a, a non AEW ref just to make sure that it wasn't a one sided affair. And then it was a one sided affair. I love that Danielson flipped them off and then hit him in the dick afterwards. And Danielson rules. That was a good match. It was fun. And then, you know what? And, and I said this on Friday or even earlier in the week last week. I said, I really hope they put Eddie Kingston out on commentary. And that's what they did. And I was really happy to see that because, again, you progress the story using that particular match and using that particular wrestler sitting at ringside. It was good stuff. And the match itself was just exactly what it would have been. Good, by the way. It was good. Brian Anderson rules. Collision was a fine show. I don't Stuff happened. You know, it's the week before uh, Revolution here so it was a match with wrestling on it yeah collision always has some good wrestling on it yeah exactly uh we'll see we'll see what the go home dynamite's gonna look like on wednesday we'll we'll talk about it on wednesday when we preview it but i don't know what we're gonna do on friday uh elimination chamber time let's talk about really the only thing that mattered tell everybody that i was right joel pearl oh did you read that tweet now the wife did (laughs) i don't read anything you put out there but the the wife saw it and she just saw that like i just read the first like four words of uh, jeremy was right and so i thought i'd show you this she's looking out for me i thought she was my friend nah she for some reason married me i was gonna say she's your friend first i get it then again my wife would be the type to send that stuff to you too Anyway, my just wife, gotta accept it, Joel. That's true. Anyway, uh, yes, okay. The show was exactly as everyone expected it to be. Not oh. everyone, because people thought, "Oh, the Rock is gonna show up and Roman Reigns. They're gonna do the Rock okay. and Roman Reigns in Australia." Let's try this again. Going into it two weeks before the show was live, we let's go a week before the show was live. We all kind of figured out, okay, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a show with, with matches that are predictable and we know how it's going to go. And that'll be that. They went so far as to have Roman Reigns say he's not showing up. They went so far yeah. as to have The Rock say he's not showing up. They had Triple H double down and be like, nah, neither of them are coming. And then they had the, 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 the mayor of Perth be like, dear Mr. Rock, cross out Mr. Rock and just say Rock. Uh, we wish you were coming to our show. We will pay you money. Please, we will give you the mayorship. You can own a series of vodkas in our presence. Tequila. And, the Rock's no, a tequila it, man, not a vodka man. It's vodka here, though. That's the thing. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it, it, The Rock wasn't there. Uh, and it was just a... It was, it was a 
the, okay. Let me let me put it like this. From now on, anytime WWE is going to an international spot, whereas an underserved fan base, it's going to be loud, it's going to be boisterous, and it probably will not matter as to what is on the card. So unless it's Saudi and they paid $50 million and that's different. But the point is we, as a, as fans, I'm not saying don't go into it expecting less. I'm just saying temper your expectations for a good show and get excited for the fact that it's going to be a loud show and a well-received show, but it's not going to be a blockbuster event. You knew who was going to win the, the chamber. You knew who was going to win. You you just kind of knew. The only the only news making item was Cody being like, "I got time, Rock. I want you." And everyone was like, "Oh, that's that's a wrinkle." And Seth Rollins being like, "I'm days from being com- uh, cleared to compete." So that was really the only storyline that kind of moved anything. The forward. real storyline. The real well, story AJ line. Styles flying twenty hours to beat up no. LA Knight because he's the hater of the year. Yes, that's not what I was going to say at all. Yes, it was. But- it, it 100 million percent was not Joel. The real storyline was what I said they should do on Friday show. And that's beat up that geek Austin theory. Oh, while Grayson you. Waller is just like, eh, we go said ahead. it would happen. We go ahead. Beat him up. Yes. yes. Good. That's exactly what should have happened. Grayson Waller. Just like, I ain't claiming this dude. Y'all go ahead. Take a take him out. Go for it. Good. That ruled. That was the best thing that happened on this show. I don't care about AJ Styles. I mean, it was fine, but no, that was not where I was going at all with that. I think the matches were good. I mean, like there was nothing bad on this show. I like the show for the most part. Again, these people know how to work wrestling matches. That's never the problem. Yeah. You you can put together a card with like mismatched, you know, no storyline driven stories, and guess what? These wrestlers will know how to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, it, was a, it was a good show, but like I said it months ago when people tried to talk themselves into Rock and Roman or Roman and Cody or whatever the fuck they thought they were going to get out of this show. It is different. They ain't putting that stuff on at 5 a.m. in the morning for their biggest audience. They couldn't even get the replay up in time for people. Like They, they just weren't going to put that stuff on at, at that time. It was a fine show. It was, if you didn't watch it live, you didn't really miss anything. You could catch up, fast forward through some stuff because I saw everybody complaining. There was 55 minutes between matches. Well, sorry. Sorry you got up at 6 a.m. to five, watch this. Stuff. 5 a.m. for some people, 3 if they want. Well, watch. yeah. I, I, I mean, 6 a.m. is like by the time that 55-minute break had happened. Got sorry it. you're up at 6 a.m. For, for all of that stuff. No, but it was a fine show. You know, Drew McIntyre won as he should. Becky Lynch won as she should. Those are two big Mania matches. Cody issuing the challenge, which I assume is going to set up the uh, tag team match. Rocks on SmackDown for the next three weeks. So, yeah, right. you know, that's that's good stuff. Uh, I want to hear poor Denise, by the way. I want to hear poor Denise. Denise just fine. Jeremy Lambert didn't sleep a wink. You know why? Because there was a New Japan show. That, that ran right into Elimination Chamber. New yeah. Japan started at like 12.30. So we had, oh, it was Friday night. So we had SmackDown. I covered SmackDown. We had TNA, covered that. We had New Japan, covered that. Elimination Chamber, covered that. Care about Denise Salcedo. Oh, I didn't sleep. 
I covered like 12 hours of wrestling. Also, I didn't sleep. Also, also. She took love, a nap. Also, love Denise, but like she, she did bust it open. And we're better than busted open is really what my point is here. We like Denise. She hit her head on the microphone too. Bless her. Did she? Yeah. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to hear that. For real. That does hurt. <laughs> nah, well, nah, we love, uh, we, we love Denise Salcedo, but you know, she got up early to watch it. Good, good on her. Some people really love this business and they didn't sleep because they were also watching New Japan like me. You know, talk about the New Japan show, Joel. I'm sure you didn't watch that. I finished TNA No Surrender. SB3 and I did the post show here on Five Over Books. And my ass went to sleep. I don't know if people know this. It's Cowardly. a very unknown fact in my world that I have a child. And that when the weekend comes around, I am full on dad mode, baby. Until that kid goes down for a nap and I get work done for an hour. And then after that kid goes down for his sleep at night. The rest of the time, I'm in dad slash this man is family mode. I got. I have a child. I, I do. That is. I got to sleep. I can't do my work because I got a child. I got twelve kids, Joel. You hear me complaining? Your Still kids- staying up watching no. all this wrestling. Here's the problem with that: one, your kids are older and they are a little more independent. Mine could jump true. off of a couch and kill himself. Well. Without knowing that those are the repercussions of his re- of his actions, just stick him in a little playpen. He'll be fine. Yeah, we tried that. He's climbing now. It's not real. Eh. Put put a roof over, like a hell in a cell. <laughs> Should I poke a few holes while I'm at it? If you want, that guy. see Phil's dedicated to the business, much like me. Yeah, no, I just watched everything after the fact, like a smart person. Cowardly. Y'all pay me to cover, and I'll cover. But for now, y'all ain't paying me to cover beyond TNA, so I'm not watching live if I don't have to. Cowardly. Eh, well, you know, I, I had a very good weekend as a result of that. Watched the Elimination Chamber on Saturday in that hour and a half that I had with my kid down. Because <laughs> I didn't have to watch 55 minutes between. <laughs> it just I could just bream out the shit through this show. Cowardly. My child is not Sammy Guevara, thank you. He was too busy trying to jump off ladders onto tables. That was a good match between Hobbs and Guevara. Hopefully that's over with. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where else you go from there. Hobbs beat him. All right, let's end it. Meet Norma sent us a super chat. Thank you very much. Saying, do y'all have a Miro update? Meet Madness is under a thousand pounds and only three wrestlers. Where's Willie Mack, Keith Lee, or even Preston Vance? Unacceptable. Well, Keith Lee is still injured as far as we understand it. Uh, So he's out. Willie Mack? Yeah, I'd love to see him. Preston Vance? Sure. They're too busy teasing someone else joining Los Ingobernables for now. So that's out. You got to go raise raise your arm like you're part of the nation, but actually you're... uh, Tranquillo. Tranquillo. Yeah, you know what? Listen, you want to know where Miro is? He's not willing to lose for this match. (laughs) This is. Does he have to? Well, I mean, it's a triple threat right now. He does have to lose because he's not going to win. Why? Somebody else can get pinned. Isn't that what Lance Archer is there for? Still a big old L. He's not getting pinned, though. Yeah, but still. I feel like the Miro thing is like, unless you have something for me, don't just bring me in. Because he's done that a few times. Well, he beat Andrade, and then we haven't seen him on TV. Part of me does wonder if uh, CJ's recovery has part to do with that, and it's entirely possible. So I'm not going to speak, you know, completely negatively about Miro. I like seeing Miro wrestler wrestle. We haven't seen him wrestle much in AEW. That's kind of been 
the shitty part. Um, yeah, it's a, if it's a triple threat, which it seems like it's going to be, it's Wardlow's match to win. Call in Lance Archer, pin Lance Archer. Hobbs gets thrown out at the last minute, and there we go. Look at us. Wardlow should stack them. That would be fantastic. Yeah, put them over. Put Hobbs over. on the in the middle and um, Archer on the bottom. Stack them both. I don't care how he gets it done. Malachi wrestled a singles match. People were talking about that. He beat Brian Keith, that big old loser. <laughs> just, I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> I just laughed. I saw people being like, TK saw the discourse and said, here, damn. And I was like, now which discourse are we talking about? Because we got two levels here and you're about to play into one and you're about to give the fans the other one. So what do you want to do? Yeah, give him a singles match. Give him a win. You know, couldn't, couldn't have Brian Keith get a victory. Again, this is the same. It's it's a similar conversation. Great wrestler, Brian Keith. Great match with Malachi Black. In the wins and losses matter column, that's a different conversation. So a giant loser, Joel. Yeah, just kind of lost. Just kind of lost. Uh, anyway, then Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying, to be fair, I think all the women look great in the women's chamber. This is back to WWE. Plus, I got to say, Nia's second run has been good. Who would have thought her second would be better than Ronda's second run? Well, Ronda went out and had a child and then decided she didn't like this anymore. Nia came back interested and interesting. And remember when she first came back and she landed right on, was it Rhea Ripley's chest? Was it? Yeah, was it? yeah, yeah it was Rhea. Rhea. And yeah. slapped her face and everyone was like, yeah. acceptable, can't be. I don't know what happened between now and then but it did a good it 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 lit a fire and it did well it was good i think naya based on naya was i'm not gonna say naya was like great before i think she was miscast before um and now she's cast a little bit better she's working with, with people like becky like Rhea who are obviously really good at the, the in-ring stuff and really good at the story stuff. Uh, that's been helpful. And she said it when she came back. And she's like, you know, before I just kind of worked with a lot of smaller girls. And, you know, she's, she's bigger than all of them. So working with the smaller girls, she couldn't do quite as much. She had to kind of be the powerhouse. But they didn't really – they booked her kind of like that. But they just – it was weird now she's working with some like bigger people and uh it's you know it, it works better for her. She's definitely more motivated. I think that's a hundred percent true. I think she's also just being cast a little bit better in this role too, which is helpful for that. Yeah. And again, the the idea of her second run being she is uh, a larger competitor in a division that's full of, you know, b- various sized women. And you had someone who's considered a powerhouse and Rhea Ripley come in and be the one to pick her up and take her down. And the match being all about trying to hit that riptide. That, again, good storytelling. And you're using that properly. She slammed Rhea on the table with the monitor still there. And that shit didn't break. I was called an audible. I assume she did. But then, like, doing the elbow drop through the table. Fuck, man. That looked like it sucked. But bless him for, you know, going out there and just being like, all right, we got to get this table broken here. It added to the match. That's for sure. Like, they did a good job improvising that if that's what happened. Also, like, go go out of your way to watch the the, the short interview. They're all short because it was press junket that Naya did with our pal Anna in Perth. It was very funny. 
and Naya actually like she has jokes. She's, she's oh like, yeah, she's Naya's always been like she can she's be witty. cheeky. Yeah. yeah, she's witty. Yeah, witty. Uh, will will on the super chat here. This is this is still <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. We've talked about this on the show before. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah, I wanted Naya to like face Charlotte, return, just start shooting on each other, start throwing fucking hands. That ruled. The greatest thing Naya ever did. The greatest thing Charlotte ever did. Mystic Honestly, that's the, just... the real women's revolution right there. Just shoot fighting. <laughs> yeah, they just missed a spot and went swinging and then got back on track. Yeah, then they tried to like fake do it. And I was like, ah, oh, this sucks now. But like when they did it for real, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Oh, man. By the way, shout out to Anna Bauer. Yes. The Becky Lynch interview is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. The The beginning of that, like the absolute beginning so of bad. that thing. So weird. So she's just like, I'm here with Becky Lynch. Hold on. Can we, can we play the clip? Do we have the clip? Can we uh, if you don't have the clip, I have. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Sean has the clip, but I'll I'll show you just the all you need is the screen cap to really get. No, 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 no. We need the clip. You want to find the clip? You go find it. Yeah, play the clip. I don't have the clip. I gotta gotta download it. All right, I'll get the clip. Don't, don't. Oh my gosh, Joel, come on. You, we weren't planning to bring this up. Hold on, it came up. Let's let's throw to the clip. I gotta cut it off, or else we'll get to monetize. Okay, so here's the actual photo. <laughs> this is all you need to know. Nah, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 get the let's let's get the clip. The, all right, you um, finding the actual? Clip? I got it. I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna download it. Uh, and and we can play this clip. It was very but, um, amazing, amazing. So when Sean like sent in, he's like, I don't think any of these are gonna be like super timely or newsworthy. But if you can pull anything like out of these interviews please do. And I saw the first one he posted was with Becky. And I was like, all right, I'll go through this Becky interview. And then we get the beginning of this interview, which I'm about to play here in a second. And then Becky talks about (laughs) scraping gum off the side of the road with pennies and and chewing it. it? (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Remember leading up to the event, Sean was like, Anna hasn't watched wrestling in X amount of years and she's asking some yeah. of the questions and I don't know how to respond because she's bringing up stuff like, where is Buddy Murphy? It's 2018 all over again. <laughs> just... Cold. <laughs> all right, here's, here's the clip. I am Anna from Fightful and I'm here with superstar Becky Lynch. Uh, hi, uh, man, I, I, I love you. Oh, thank you. I don't know you, but I, you know, if we got to know each other, I think I, think I could love you too. Maybe. Um. I cackled when I first saw that. I was like, this is the greatest opening to an interview I've ever seen in my life. And then I replayed it so many times, just cackled it's at this whole thing. Just to deconstruct it. First of all, Becky is fantastic. It's yeah. so wholesome because she, she plays right into it. And then you've got Anna doing the squee while you've got <laughs> Becky getting closer. Oh, oh so good. So good. Anna just asking people like, all right, let's do an Australian citizen test. 
<laughs> you ever heard of this drop danger thing? Uh, Vegemite? Like, what? Tiffany Stratton, by the way, that was a really fun interview. I knew Stratton was like getting into it as well. Like, it was, it was Tiffany Stratton. I don't know if she's ever left America before going to Australia. Well, that was, and it was fantastic. It, I saw dorks who are like, oh, this is who's representing Fightful, doesn't know anything. Yeah, about you're it. damn right. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit on this. This is funny. This is hilarious. Knock it off. You want people who know what they're talking about and are up to date on the news? Go watch an Alex McCarthy interview. He asked about Vince allegations, things like that. Alex McCarthy's going to be on the show on Wednesday. Breaking news. Thank you for telling me. Uh, I tried to get him on the show today, but he's like, oh, I got travel. I got to do, I'm traveling back and forth. Like, oh, you're ducking me, McCarthy. Oh, yeah, this is right. <laughs> Tiffany Maggie Spoonie. Yeah, she was doing that one. Well, no, apparently Tiffany forgot she flew. Oh, she did. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, Will Chisholm says, I laughed so hard when they played Cody's theme so long and looped twice with the pyro. It was just so Cody. It, listen, man, the machine's behind him. They got the they got all the pyro. And that's, so what's funny is that I thought that they were doing an AR pyro bit when they showed the big external shot of the stadium when Cody came out. And then they showed the inside where they're looking out, like up and out of the stadium, and the pyro's going, and it's like legitimate fireworks. I thought that was pretty cool, but... uh Oh man, they brought it all out for for Cody, and then they gave you a little bit back to Drew. <laughs> I got a very important text message. Oh yeah, join at a rally in Raleigh, which I don't live in North Carolina anymore. Oh but no, I what is a Sting main event? Is it you no. getting stuff from David Lagreca telling us we're doing a Sting rally? No, the the esteemed Nikki Haley is texting me. Even worse, text stop. <sighs> I assume I'm just going to get a bunch of these political nonsense. I saw this and, you know, I get a little notification in my corner on my computer and it's like, Jeremy, it's Nikki Haley. I was like, the fuck is Nikki Haley? What wrestler is this messaging me to like set up an interview? <laughs> that is a very, that is a very wrestler name, by the way. Yeah, I, it is. I was like, who, who is, is this Nikki Cross's alt or something? Does she want to come on the show? We saw some Taylor Swift. Be great. Nikki Cross would be fantastic. Still need to get Deanna on our show to talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah. So she's probably. talking to other people on this channel, but yeah. a bunch of jerks. <sighs> yeah, they had the pyro on barges outside of the stadium. That's what I saw. But like they've done fake pyro before uh, on these shows, like the big external shots. At the Rumble, I think they did it. Oh, that was a real one. The Rhea one, at least. That was the, real. The, the one that they did on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, The stuff in, okay. in Australia. But yeah. I'm saying at the Rumble, they did one uh, shot that was the exterior of the building, and that was all AR. Because at one uh, point, you see it like coming off of a car. <laughs> it's like I don't think that the fireworks would be doing that quite like that. So, yeah, that was that was yeah. real. Because like when they go back into the stadium shot, like you still see it shooting above. Uh, so that's Rhea. what I was saying. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was saying. Is that it looks like when they do the big open shot from outside the stadium, it looks like it's fake. But then when you go back into the stadium and they're shooting to the outside, like shooting from in to out, then it's real fireworks. And it looks really cool. Just imagine like being in Australia and like these fireworks just going off on a random ass Saturday night. Like what? what is happening? What it's, is it's a small enough town. I think people just knew what was going on. Like, I mean, oh, I don't know. You're the wrestling fans. What are they all doing here? <laughs> well, they should have been at the show then if they if they knew what was happening. I mean, listen, whatever the population is in Perth, they probably all were 
all 52,059. They probably thought it was a, a Taylor Swift concert. Mm, that's right. There's a thumbnail. If there's no what? thumbnail on this video, then someone screwed up because there is a video. There is a thumbnail on this video. What'd you do, Joel? Oh, it's there. I saw that on the, it's something that happened on the back end, but it, it's there. What'd you do, Joel? Eh, whatever. I fixed everything. Mm. Um, so when are we doing Cody and Rock? Oh, it does. The thumbnail doesn't show up. Oh, that's weird. Not All right, ready. let me try and fix that like, while we talk about Cody and Rock. So Cody makes a challenge. Cody's got yeah. time. Oh yeah, I see that. It's it was there and then it's gone. It's clearly there because like it's on the main, it's on the Fightful channel, and like it wouldn't be there if uh, you know the thumbnail didn't load, unless you loaded the thumbnail as a a photo instead of just let the preload from no, the video. No, I, I mean, I did both, but. Let me see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, our back end has it. Like on our YouTube studio, it has it. No, I don't know. It's a YouTube problem, okay? It's a YouTube Joel problem. Joel screwed up. Just blame Joel. I'll show you guys the back of it right now. I'll take a screenshot. Joel screwed up. You'll also see our analytics if you really want it. Joel screwed up. That's true. You know, 1,200 people watched our show on Friday. That's good. Uh, that's unfortunate because all they did, all they did was, all they did was hear about Mac and me too. Well, then I was just fun- like, watching the show and it's like, these guys are trying to crowdfund a porn. Well, then they had one dork leave a comment and I rarely, I, I rarely respond to comments, but one dork is just like, no, Pearl doesn't like Mercedes because he said she's a bad promo. And I'm like, Fair. listen, dork, true. I spoke highly of Mercedes in a hundred ah, other videos at a hundred other times. And this is the one you want to get to. Yep. Stop being a dork. Sasha Banks Joel, in WWE was not a good promo. Joel hates Mercedes. He hates anything to do with AEW. Just can't stand him. Mercedes going to AEW. Just the worst oh, career decision she could yeah, make. Ruining, yeah. just ruining everything. Who can yeah. take her seriously now, right? Yeah. Oh, that's... Not me. Not me, folks. Love the Mercedes. Love, love Mercedes Monet. She's great. Sasha Banks was also great. She was the blueprint. She was the boss. She was, uh, you know, all the other things she called her self. Yes. <laughs> she called herself. That's right. It's boss time. True. What do you think? That like when Spurs, she comes out, that sounds Spurs got it. I'm just mad that TNA is not the number two promotion. Anymore. Don't worry, TNA is going to do 10,000 fans pretty soon. It's all good. Wait. People saying I hate women by extension. Therefore, I can't. oh man, remember when you almost got in trouble on Friday's show? No, I knew what I was saying. I knew uh, exactly where I was going, and I knew exactly uh, what I was saying. Don't you start. You almost got yourself in trouble. No, it's fine. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> literally the first time. It wouldn't be the first time that week. <laughs> Joel does hate Mercedes, though. Please put that on the internet. Don't tell people I was mad. Do not tell people that I was burying Mercedes. Please tell people that Joel. I was burying Sasha like Banks. I wasn't burying Mercedes Monet. What are we doing here? What if I tweeted that, like, hey, no, everybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You changed your tune real quick. There right there. There is a difference between it's our all Twitter. fun and games until Twitter gets involved. <laughs> you, listen, there is an incredible irony of the episode where we have Fuego del Sol literally saying, and I quote, fuck the tribalists, and then <laughs> us having to deal with this type of comment. And this you having to deal with it, not me. The show. I love, I love the crew. Oh, like, what are we doing here? I love it. Mercedes, big business, Boston. Yes, they are called Love the crew. I soluble. It's true. I I was just f- suggesting. What if I tweet 
Joel Pearl hates Mercedes Monet no. slash no. Sasha Banks. This is almost no, 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 no. What if I tweet that? Do not do that's <laughs> no. Stop. Oh, uh, Joel, yeah, Joel, Joel can't, yeah. Oh, I'll make it a question so you're not responsible. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Oh God. It's there. not often said, but when you really think about it, <laughs> yeah. Joel Pearl hates Mercedes Monet. <laughs> I had to write a damn book just to make my points. Uh, yeah, like I got the IZW anonymous general manager saying you're going to have people show up at your doorstep. I got security where I live. Not my doorstep. I don't dislike Mercedes Monet slash Sasha Banks. I think she's the greatest female wrestler of all time. But Joel, on the other hand, not Stop a fan. It. Not a fan. I don't understand it, Joel. Stop it. I don't. The weirdos come out when you do this. You're the one who has said these things, not me. Stop it. Stop it. I'm gonna have to get people I'm gonna have to get people to take care of these things. You notice how Joel, by the way, is not refuting any of this. He's just telling me to stop. Why don't you condemn your hatred for Mercedes Monet? You're not refuting, you're not denying, you're just saying no, don't tweet that. Hold don't on. put that please I let every let everybody know. Stop it. Five Can I speak? Know. No, no, because you're lying. <laughs> Five minutes Joel ago, Joel is not denying Stop any it. of that. He's just telling me don't do it. There's no denial from Joel. All right, I want that put out there. I want that on record. Roll the tape. Everyone can see it. Yeah, like Sean's got it. I'm more of an Audi guy. No denial. Making jokes. That's all. Just the worst. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Valley Drivers. Like, Jeremy's always thinking of ways to put me in physical harm. Stop it. Yes. Factual. I don't deny that. Much yeah. like Joel does not deny his hatred oh, of Mercedes Monet. Here, by the way, you can't, you can't send Moose after me. Moose, I don't know if likes is the word I would use, but Moose uh, um, tolerates me. Oh, okay. He's in the animal, not the wrestler, though. Like oh, actual okay. moose after you. Oh, speaking of animals, uh, Bob the animal. Batista? Are you no. going to join us? No, Bob Anger from IWS will be joining us on Wednesday. He's going to refute all of the uh, comments made by Matt Viviani earlier this morning. So, Can we get uh, Batista? Yeah, probably. You think so? Yeah, I'm sure if we, if we ask hard enough. I'll message and see. Like, Dear Big Dick Dave, please come on our show and let's talk about Joel's hatred of Mercedes Monet. <laughs> that might actually get him to join. Oh, God. You know what's funny is that a lot of y'all might actually try to tweet something. That's okay. My quality filter is so goddamn high that I don't see most of y'all's tweets unless I'm either following you or you're verified slash have a phone number slash have an email associated to your account. There was a time when Twitter would, would actually, instead of just clicking a box that had a check mark, it used to be, do you want, how high do you want your quality filter? It was a slider. And I slid that thing to the highest. And it never changed once they went to a check mark box. So now whatever my very high was, it remains that way. So I don't see a lot of y'all's tweets. Oh, who cares, Joel? We got to pitch Mac and me to Batista. That's what we got to do. Okay, only if I could be Mac. You can do whatever <laughs> you want, Big Dick Dave Batista. <laughs> oh, Batista's always looking to do like new stuff, new roles, challenge himself, right? Well, no, you know what you got to do? You got to say, Dave, 
we have 100 puppies and they're all going to be taken out if you don't come and save them all. And they will be like, I'll be right there, Mr. Beast. I mean, Jeremy Beast. I mean, Mr. Lambert. We, I feel like we could, we, we can get to Big Dick Dave on here. I feel like we can do it. I think we can do it. Yeah. We got Mr. Beast on here, big wrestling fan, Mr. Beast. Is he a big wrestling fan? I don't think he is. I think no. the only thing Mr. Beast likes is his content and YouTube. And when you ask him what about YouTube, he just says YouTube. I'm pretty sure that Mr. Beast is is a creation of YouTube. Like YouTube, like he wasn't born. He was just like manifested and like Stargate entered his way into the world from YouTube. North Carolina, just there he is. They just placed him there. Said cost of living is low. Good luck. Do you say so? I think so. Would love to have him on our show, though. I mean, sure. We get Mr. Beast on on there. Yeah, he calls he calls YouTube dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Batista and Fast and Furious. Oh my gosh, I would come so much. If that happened, we should ask him if he was the pirate who stole the cell. Like, I would, I don't know what I would do if that happened. I'd rent out the whole theater, just watch that. Just so this, this is funny. Dr. Disrespect is the reason we have a Twitch. <laughs> he likes wrestling, doesn't he? I think so. He showed up at that Fox premiere. Yeah, he's done shit with like The Undertaker, I feel yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, now I definitely don't want that. But uh, he, people know the Dr. Disrespect story. I've told it on the air about how his situation between YouTube and Twitch was the reason Sean wouldn't get us, uh, wouldn't let us start a Twitch uh, channel for the longest time. You know this? You know the story. I, I allegedly know this story. I don't really know anything. I mean, listen, to make a long story short, he thought that because of what happened with Dr. Disrespect, it would happen to the Fightful YouTube channel. And he's like, I put way too much work into this that to have YouTube you know, take it down because we're co-streaming on Twitch. And I was like, I don't think we're big enough for that to be a YouTube problem. And then here we are, so many years later. Thank you, Dr. Disrespect, for confusing our boss. I'd like Chris Danger to be on this show. He's, he's cool. Um, we Sean's got an interview with him coming out. We Chris wanted Chris Danger. We were going to ask him to join us before his uh, his DPW debut when it was going to be Adam Cole, but then everything Bebe. changed. He still had the match, but you know it was different at the time, baby. I feel like uh, if we just message Chris, he he might be willing to to join us. Yeah, I think so. But now he just did one with Sean, so now he doesn't want to touch us. Yeah. He had the big guy, so it's fine. Yeah, no one's above family. I don't think Batista is above the Fast. No, nobody's above the Fast and Furious movies. I love yeah. Batista, but like he's not above the Fast and Furious movies, no matter what he says. It's true. Not. He's always booked to win in my heart. So, did you see the brackets for the New Japan Cup? Yeah, I wrote about it. Yeah, Jack Perry's going to make it to the uh, to the final. Maybe. I think he's going to face David Finley in the in the bracket final. You think he's gonna face Finley in the bracket final? Yeah, I think his his the, their bracket is gonna be or their whatever their side of the bracket. Yeah, their side. Yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be their final. Mm, that's possible. And then on the other side, uh, Shingo and yeah, I don't care about the other side. <laughs> I just looked at it. I was just like, just a big old group. Well, you're a, you're a New Japan hater, so it's fine. That's true. I am. 
Man, I'm going to prepare everybody. Get ready for evil to win this thing. My guy, <laughs> it's really possible. My guy evil. I'm, I'm full on House of Torture, by the way. Hope everybody knows that uh, that I support the House of Torture and everything they're doing. So I'm fully supporting evil winning this and facing Naito at Sakura Genesis. I'm all for I'm all for evil. And you should just beat Naito. You should just take the title from him. You know, prove that he was Mr. L.I.J. And then when he got, well, he left on his own accord. But we we need a good evil and Naito feud. We haven't seen that in a very long time. It's been it's been like two years, three years, maybe even four years. I feel like that was a pandemic feud. So now you got to run it back in front of the audience because it was so good during the pandemic that it deserves an audience. So evil's winning this thing, baby. People saying David Finley needs to win the New Japan Cup to be taken seriously as a Bullet Club leader. What if he's just not the leader of Bullet Club? What if Jack Perry is going to be the new leader of Bullet Club? That would be cool. I mean, listen, Ace of Bays are no longer using the Bullet Club music in uh, TNA. So the coolest thing ever is uh, is gone. Like the coolest presentation of, of Bullet Club. Well, I mean, that's because nobody else from Bullet Club is in TNA. Hey, remember when like, uh, remember remember when like Jay White showed up in TNA and like Kenny Omega was there and people were like, oh, this is awesome. I do. And that was a good time. It led to nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. But they're going to do 10,000. Don't worry. Yeah. They are going to do 10,000. They're going to do it at Skyway Studios. They'll do 10,000. What would it take for 10,000 people to come to a TNA show? Like, who? They can't do it with the current roster. No offense to the current roster. But, like, what, what would it take for this to actually happen? I will add, Jeff Valley Driver is right. It did add to it. It became a Jay White versus uh, Alex Shelley match. That was good. But again, it was still impact and people weren't watching what would get 10,000 people through the door for tna well you got to run the palms again but then you got to like super pack the palms because the palms can only hold like 2,000 people 2,500 so okay well you're a quarter of the way there then you got to run the sphere um monty brown has to come back Oh, yeah. All right. Monty Brown, you'll get 10,000 in the door. I'm not even kidding. Monty Brown for TNA fans would absolutely. No, I know you're not. But like, just for anyone who's like thinking we're just joking around, like Monty Brown coming back for a match would, even if it's the last match ever, that would get a lot of TNA fans, nostalgic fans through the doors. They would pay for that. Do we think so? People are saying, you know, Wes Obel say Mercedes and Jordan Grace, A Shock say Mercedes, Wes Obel, Danielson, and Josh Alexander. I don't know if there is like a great match that they can fully do. This is not a knock on like Mercedes or anything, but like she's going to do big business because that's her big debut and everything. Like if you do like an AEW TNA super show, because that's largely what it would take, right? Like that's what you need to do. I don't think a TNA New Japan super show does it but doesn't aw and tna super show like really do it so three things have to come into play one it would have to be aw two it would have to be at a major not a major venue but in a major area so it would have to be chicago or it would have to be yeah i don't i wouldn't say tennessee but it would have to be a major market i wouldn't do it in new york 
I would do it in Chicago. You could do it maybe in Nashville. Again, you run Vegas, but then you run the risk of like, you can only run like three different venues that have 10,000 seats there. So, you know, and I make, you know, I say the sphere that was kind of being facetious, but the idea of running a wrestling show at the sphere, no one's done it yet. So the presentation would probably entice people to be like, how does it look? UFC is going to run there in a few months. So there is that. And then I'm sure WWE is going to try and do something at the sphere. I'm sure they're actually. Yeah, I don't think they're going to like get the sphere. I don't think they're going to get. Oh, no, I don't think they're going to do let's, it either. Let's, let's just take that out of the equation. You want to take it out completely? Because we're yeah. just talking in hypotheticals anyway, because we don't know if TNA and AW would even work together again. Well, in a, in a hypothetical, they ain't getting 10,000 through the door. Well, so, if it's AW and TNA, they might. And again, if the if the right matches are made and the right stories are told, again, it, this comes down to just you have to tell the stories properly. And this isn't a knock on on any like this isn't like oh AEW doesn't tell stories. No, it's like to get people invested, you can't just say oh we're going to do this and then say dream matches, dream matches, dream matches. There would have to be some crossover. There would have to be some you know you got to watch some of the TV or at least some of the socials to get a bigger sense of why this matters. See- Here's here's why I think it would be very very tough for for this to happen. Somebody it works. <laughs> well, yeah, but like it works with like AW New Japan. You can put on the big show, even though New Japan wrestlers co- come over more often now. But like beforehand, let's go back to Forbidden Door. Even one or two. I don't know how Forbidden Door this year is going to do, but they're doing it at uh, Arthur Ashe. Um, but like, okay. When are you going to get to see Okada in America? When are you going to get to see Naito in America? When are you going to see Will Ospreay in America? Like it, it was a little more few and far between. Now it's a you know a little bit easier, obviously. Um, but like TNA, you see these guys. Like you you see them on indies. You see them just throughout. You see them on television as well. Like, I don't know, man. Jo- like, you can do like Josh Alexander, Kenny Omega, Speedball, and Brian Danielson. You can do dream match stuff. I just don't know. No offense to anybody in TNA. I just don't know if anybody is like that big of a like star to where it's like, okay, we're gonna full on like it. It just feels like it'd just be a giant AEW show, and you'd probably get ten thousand for an AEW show if it's a big pay-per-view but then it just feels like AEW is doing all that yeah they'll be doing a lot of heavy lifting i was gonna say like this is again i'm not joking when i ask this question because i think back to our fuego del sol interview and the conversation about who's over and jericho was the immediate name that that was produced in that conversation who does chris jericho face is it jericho and moose and they do a tna world championship match assuming moose is the champion today going into that show like what is what's the jericho match because that that inevitably would run some tickets yeah i I think the AEW people would certainly sell some tickets but this is why they don't need to work with tnas because they can just just boost tna yeah yeah no and i understand again from a business standpoint there is not much reward for AEW other than look at us we like it looks good because we're working with other promotions. Well, they already work with other promotions. They work with CMLL. They work with AAA to a certain degree. They work with New Japan to a certain degree. Like there is something. Someone said Jericho and PCO, and that is the answer. Oh my god. Like, okay, so an AWTNA co show could probably do 
10,000. But that's largely going to be on the back of AEW. Yeah, for multiple reasons. One that also includes television promotion is going to be much stronger on the AEW side, given okay. their numbers. Asan, Asan brings up something. So more appropriate to do ROH with TNA. There but ain't... I don't think TNA wants to do anything with ROH because, the, again, the, there's... There's right, I, I agree, but now we're talking, we're at least talking a little bit more realistic and like, what could, could you do 10,000 with anybody in ROH? I mean, it depends. Do we have their champions? Because they're all fixtures on. I mean, AEW. ROH doesn't even have their champions. That's so. kind of my point. But like, you look at the champions in ROH, the six man tag champions of the Bang Bang Gang. So you can bring in Jay White and the guns for something. That's yeah. something. Eddie Kingston, you do a triple crown versus the TNA world champion. Like they're uh, the champions have to be in play because if you can't get the champions, even if the champions, even if the champions are in play, Athena versus Jordan grace. Sure. Again, we're trying to, we're not going to build this on the backs of one match unless you have a a big Kenny versus Josh match. You know, that's the only way that you build it on. Yeah, exactly. Even then it's a super indie 5,000 maybe, but yeah, you would need, a big ensemble cast of of matches. I'm just, I'm just like thinking, okay, Athena, Jordan, Grace, and great match. Where you know you do sure Bang Bang Scissor Gang, Jay White against somebody. You do Eddie Kingston against like Josh Alexander. Like all these are good matches and everything. I don't think people. I understand Cody and the Bucks did this because it was the biggest independent show ever. And like people were fiending for something that wasn't WWE 10,000 difficult. Like AEW only does 10,000 when it's a big pay-per-view at this point. I maybe they hit 10,000 with Mercedes. It's going to be close. I hope they do, but they barely did 10,000 for grand slam this past year. Like 10,000 is not an easy task to hit, especially when it's, it's cool matches. There's no, no, knock. like, that's for sure. Like there's very cool matches, but like AEW does cool matches every week on TV and you're getting like 2000 people at these shows. Someone asked why sold the last, what was the highest show TNA has done recently? It was hard to kill. It was their rebrand show. And that was, I got to go back, but it was, it was under 2,000, pretty sure. According to Cage Match. We'll, we'll look this up on the Cage Match. Yeah, look match. it up on Cage Match. I was going to go to WrestleTix, but this makes more sense. Um, I would do... Cage Match says 1,600. Okay, so there That's... you go. No, it's not a huge number. I, again, the last time TNA was hot enough to fill major spaces, major venues, would have been in the early 2010s. And that's when they were on decline. I'm thinking about the Alamo Dome show. <laughs> and, and man, 10,000 is, it's a lot of people. It is. It's, it's a big venue. And, and I think you hit the nail on the, on the head when you said that when WWE, uh, sorry, when, when the Bucks and Cody did it, it was uh, when the elite did it really with Cody, it was at a time when the only game in town was WWE in terms of major wrestling on television. That was hot. And WWE was also at a point where people were kind of, getting bored and sick of it so they they came in at a at a time when there was uh there was a demand for something else now god you can turn on wrestling seven days a week multiple times a day and you can have your 
your hunger satiated quickly. Like, th- this is when we mentioned ROH and just how kind of little footprint they have. Their current show, their supercard show, is only set up for two thousand. They're thirteen hundred right now. They might end up hitting two thousand. They might end up opening up a little bit more seats. There's going to be sixty thousand wrestling fans that weekend, and they're only set up to have two thousand, and they're not even selling that right now. I mean, I get like it's the same time as SmackDown. A lot of people are going to want to be at the SmackDown before. WrestleMania, but then that's only like 20,000 or so. There's still 60,000 people who are going to be at WrestleMania the next two nights. There's still 40,000 people who might be in the area who aren't bothering going to an ROH show. Like, there's not a whole lot of footprint for ROH. 10,000, so many people, man. It is. And I see Chi Town's person, they'll hit 3,000 once matches get announced. And if they do that thing again where they announce all the matches a week before, they might not do that because that was a problem with the last Ring of Honor uh, special. It took them forever just to get to the point. And I think they only did maybe 2,700 at the end. I do think that they'll, they'll obviously do a little bit better once matches get announced because they'll use AEW people. I I think that they'll they'll have a few AEW names on this show to to help kind of pack it in a little bit. I would assume Eddie Kingston has some type of match. He will probably take on kind of a top name. They might even have some New Japan people on this show because New Japan will be running with uh I, I think they're running a WrestleMania weekend show. You know, there there's gonna be some other just like indie talent that a lot of people like that that might be on this show, but yeah, I don't think there's really anything for for just like a TNA show. And certainly, if you just put TNA talent, you got nothing else. Maybe you're allowed. Hey, we'll give you Will Ospreay for for a match. We'll give you we'll give you Brian Danielson for a match. I love Brian Danielson. I love all these guys. But like they ain't moving that many tickets when you can see them wrestle weekly. And just I'm, I'm thinking about like you do Osprey, who we do Osprey Alexander three because it's the rubber match. Yeah, that's not doing ten thousand. It's not doing ten thousand. It's not. It's gonna it's gonna get people excited, but it's not gonna get ten thousand people in the room. It's it is. It's a lot tougher than people might think. We're in a very different space in wrestling than we were six years ago, five years ago. There's a lot out there. A lot out. Well, Santino believes they can do ten thousand. All they need is a better television deal. Great, I'm sure they'll all fit into the to the Don Kolov Arena where he can fit three hundred and fifty if it's packed. Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying the thing at QQE, which is WWE at the time. WWE thing is, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read these before I do it. I'm sorry. It's just I bad, like so bad. A lot of YouTube stopped doing WWE reviews. It was so bad. Now, that wasn't twenty. That wasn't twenty eighteen. That was like that was going into the pandemic late 2019 yeah. into 2020 at 2018 things were on the decline but they were 2018 not, wasn't good either though it wasn't good but it, it got significantly worse around mid 2019 post post SummerSlam 2019 people were like no this sucks this is awful like, we're done you had different podcasts being like we're not going to review raw live after the show anymore what was 
Okay, 2019 was Mania 35. Yeah, right. That was the triple threat. Uh, okay, yeah. People, like that show, it was long, but for the most part, everyone loved. Oh, Becky won. That's cool. Kofi Mania. That's cool. Everything coming out of that was pretty bad. Uh, Seth beating was, beating Brock was a moment. Then they had to do yeah, it yeah. SummerSlam. Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like everything coming yeah. out of that show was was bad. That show itself was fine, but like. Then oh, yeah. you set up that terrible Corbin and Seth feud and then Lacey and Becky. I don't even remember what was going on. Kofi was having like the challenger of the month, but yeah. like it wasn't super hot or anything like that. Yeah. That was some bad stuff in 2019 and then going into uh, 2020. And then of course the pandemic happened, but yeah, there was a lot of bad stuff throughout that. Yeah. I think uh, when, once Kofi's reign ended, that was the end for a lot of people. Just the way in which it went. I mean, there was that. That was the the fiend and Rollins stuff, which uh, people weren't happy about for good reason. So yeah, that was a lot of bad stuff. That was bad, bad television back then, and that's why AEW. I mean, it didn't exist uh, then, but that's why in 2018 they were able to kind of capitalize. Then in 2019 they came in very hot, and people were excited for it because WWE didn't do anything after WrestleMania in 2019 to really combat that this new company was about to open and start on television and get you to tune in. Yeah. Oh, anyway, uh, why soluble since super chat saying with this conversation, seeing how TNA and AW draw respectively, is it fair to perceive the juggernaut of WWE being the outlier as opposed to AW and TNA failing? Well, yeah, this was, again, a lot of things changed over the last few years in WWE that have created them to be in terms of like fan engagement and fan perception amongst the people like us who sit in front of a microphone with chat rooms, talking about it. They've done a lot of fan service things that have worked. Whereas AEW at the time was doing it when WWE wasn't. So people found the alternative as AEW, but then things kind of shifted and you saw how the storytelling went. And again, 2023 AEW versus WWE 2023 was very different storytelling methods and it ended up working for WWE. So they became, they've always been the juggernaut because they have 50 plus years ahead of any other company, not named CML. (laughs) But with TNA, it's like TNA has just been a victim of their own circumstances every single time. And that's been the frustration that I've had as a fan of TNA is that every time they get hot, Something happens that draws them backwards. And this latest one is such a strange situation. Talking about the Scott Demore situation. It's been so strange that they had all the momentum and then right away they're like, snap it back. And that just messed up a lot of feeling towards the product. So uh, I'm sure you're going to add to this. I mean, that that's true. I think which TNA... Yes, that was yeah, key for TNA to do 10K book Mystico. Honestly, yep. that might work. Only um, in one, only in one state. Yeah, you run Texas run book table. Mystico, you might actually pull off ten thousand. He's gonna, he's um, gonna put Brian Keith on there, and he'll lose, and then they'll give you the <laughs> Brian Keith as a TNA contract. Like I, with TNA, like yes, sometimes they just do things, shoot themselves in the foot on this stuff. But like the other, the the other thing is this is just what TNA kind of is always done even when they have a great show and they do have momentum i think their format with the taping of television just doesn't lend itself to like stay hot you look at this you look at this uh what was the the coming out of hard to kill 
what was everybody excited about? What was the big thing at Hard to Kill? Nick snake Nimitz. Eyes oh. <laughs> well, yeah, the Snake Eyes tapings. Yeah. Yes, Nick Nimitz was. Nick Nimitz was, hey, we got Nick Nimitz. This is so cool. And then he did a couple things on television. And then their first big show, no Nick Nimitz. He's over there wrestling in New Japan. So I'm going to, I will point this out. I think this was actually where TNA did the right thing. Um, they had Nick Nemeth on the TV tapings, or at least a few of them, uh, like they, the, for the first whatever, and then he went to Japan. But it was counterbalancing Nick Nemeth with Mustafa Ali because they didn't have Ali for the TV tapings, but they had him for video promos, but they had Nemeth for TV promos. They just didn't do, or for, for TV matches, they just didn't have him there. So like they're playing a balance game with Ali and, and Nick Nemeth. Sure. Right? So that was, I'm just, I'm pushing back on that one thing because I see what you're saying and I agree, but it was like, that was the one kind of saving grace with everything with Nick Nemeth. A little bit, yes. The thing is, one, you can, the the idea is to have both because that looks better. Yes. Yet my, my biggest point is you closed your big show, your big rebranding show with Nick Nemeth crossing the line, ripping the t-shirt, big cheers, TNA, TNA, TNA. And then your next big pay-per-view, you have no Nick Nemeth. That's a miss. Okay, Ali is there, but Ali was not part of your big show, your big rebranding show. So the idea would be, hey, let's do both. And then it really looks good. So TNA just, again, their taping schedule lends itself to where it's tough for them to stay hot. They're on a channel that, no one has. Um, they're it's tough. And then AEW, so so Ashok saying, like, what stories can AEW tell to be hot again? Like, I think AEW's doing pretty well with storylines and, and getting people interested. Like, people are people are hot for Samoa Joe, Swerve, and, and Hangman. People are hot for like Danielson and Kingston. Like they're they're hot for like a lot of this wrestling and stuff sometimes it just doesn't make sense of why the you know companies are get as hot as they do eight wwe's got like holes in their story but when cody is as over as he is when rock returns when roman say what you will about him but the fact that he doesn't work every show and he's held the title makes him a big attraction it's like oh shit roman reigns is coming to my town they they have drew is doing great work they, they've done well of getting certain guys just over and maintaining them over aw one thing i will kind of continue i said this since the beginning with aew they got a lot of people who the crowd is hot for who are presented as more or less top guys who everybody's like get excited for this guy get excited for this guy get excited for this guy but when you present everybody sort of on that equal playing field of main event, no one is actually in that main event top spot. That's where WWE does a very good job and you can dislike it if you want, but they're telling you Cody is above all of these people. And yeah. so you want to go out of your way to see Cody and they do little things. They do, nobody's saying AEW's failing. I hope nobody, that's not the takeaway from all of this, by the way. Um, yeah, like us, do, saying, us saying AEW is failing at something means that, that doesn't mean it's going to be forever. That means that's something that they can work on to be better at. Failing is not, it's not like a, it's it's not binary. They They do little things that just like, here's Cody sticking around for the main event. 
or after the main event and shaking hands and kissing babies and all of this kind of stuff. Like they're very good at that stuff that AEW used to do. And I don't feel it doesn't do as much now because it's like, we got to tape rampage. We got to tape five hours of ROH and people are just, they're out after that. And I do think that stuff hurts that you might not think about it, but you know, Meltzer's talked about this. And this is one thing I agree with on Meltzer's like you go to a collision show I see Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston in the main event. If I go home after that, Eddie Kingston is, you know, cool and everything. He he does a promo, Danielson, like him do a promo. You either go home happy then or you stick around for collision or for rampage taping or bleh, ROH tapings. And like the last thing you see is, I don't know, who's who's on these, a gravity match. It's like, all right fine it's like midnight and the last thing i saw was gravity it you doesn't lend itself to like come back you always want to see gravity it's a great song by john man jack yeah Johnson. so some big man's always this is what age struggles yes. to present their main event as larger as special this is what i said after kenny omega won the title uh this was during the pandemic one i did like the uh helicopter thing that he got but like they don't I know people don't like the WWE like recap everything type of video package and like okay we get it we watch the shows that stuff makes it feel important though like when Kenny Omega won the title the next show just opened like it was the next show it it didn't feel like you had this monumental title change at the last show with Omega with Sting coming in it was just it's Wednesday here's AEW like you, sometimes you got to do these big video packages and AEW is getting a little bit better about this, but sometimes you got to do these big video package recapping like, Hey, last week, Samoa Joe came out here and said, he's going to beat all these dudes asses. And that makes Samoa Joe feels more important. And they did that last week, which is something that I pointed out was a positive when you give us again, it's not about oh video packages, but we can Google it. Well, no, that's a different conversation. The conversation here is just keeping your canon up to speed so that fans who may have dipped out for a week or whatever, they're still up to date with the story and why it's important to the show. That's what's important showing me, you know, why I care about person X coming in. That's not the conversation that's being had. So going back to the point that Jeremy was making uh, character development is huge. That is wrestling. I can tell you like, I'll take Matt Viviani, for example, who was on the show earlier as we do over two hours today. Viviani was a wrestler. A good wrestler, but now he's doing a a character that has gotten over with IWS and has continued to get him bookings. And as a result, he is seeing the fruits of his labor. And that is something that is beneficial in any wrestling show is a character, something that you latch onto good guy, bad guy, whatever you are, it gets you talked about. Swerve is a great character. Hangman Page is a relatable, great character. Samoa Joe, I don't know what he is, but people like him. And if they don't like him, then they hate him for the things that he says. He's a great character. And the more characters you have on a show that is on television where you present characters is how you get more people invested in watching your characters develop and become parts of the show. And once that happens, you're you're looking good. More people want to talk about what these characters are doing beyond just having great matches and winning and losing. Tell me why. And again, this is a, this is a commentary thing. Like, tell me. Tell me why 
this person deserves Tell to win or lose. Tell me why every main event feels the same. Tell me why AEW give me stories. I want my stories. Two things. I will say that TK is a boss on a best friend thing. He's gotten away from that. He has, by all accounts, he has gone away from just being, I want to be friends. Like once they left pandemic, it was like, it's harder to get a hold of TK. There are people who, who stand to do the work that gets to TK, not direct lines anymore. That's changed. The other thing is someone saying, shouldn't it be a good thing that everyone's being a main eventer? No, you need a depth chart. You need a hierarchy. People can shift in and out, but it shouldn't be every week people shift in and out. If your top top stars are presented as top stars in your main event matches every week, then you know that there is a top star and that is the person you should be paying attention to the most on the show. It shouldn't be that everyone's important. Everyone gets a shot. It should be that the people who work the hardest get the top. And that's, again, I'm not disparaging AEW or the presentation, but I'm saying there is when there's a hierarchy, so to speak of wrestlers, then, then things like, uh, uh what's the word a ranking system if you want to get into that that's when they rank when was the last time they updated those damn things august 2022 (sighs) but that's kind of the point that we're making is that this is the presentation is different and again there are a lot of things that they're starting to do well again that we're actually quite enjoying i'll speak for myself at least uh that they're that they're doing that i'm enjoying and there are certain things that I'm like, okay, we can still work on this. And that's a good thing because if there's things to work on, then it means that we're still trending in the right direction. We're not just coming here and being like, everything sucks because we've had those conversations and those are not fun conversations unless we're laughing about it. But now that we can be like, yeah, there's good stuff here. But as long as you're building a, a roster that has some importance in terms of hierarchy and presentation, then people will care more because at the end of the day, this is just a television show. That's all it is. Uh, someone said, which I, I agreed with, uh, Big Man Dogs again. Notice how much skippable of what happens AW feels when I had to skip it a couple of weeks. I don't feel like I missed anything. I, not necessarily that I, I fully uh, agree with, because um, I feel like if you do miss an AW show, you do miss some stuff. I was mainly wanted to touch on the point of the they present stuff as skippable because it is a lot of, hey, to the back, hey, let's move on to, to this next segment. One thing that I know people have been upset about is like the the announcements. So they used to do Excalibur ran down 500 matches in two seconds and there you go. Now they don't even do that. Now it's like they'll announce matches like during the main event type of thing. And this is again, like this is what WWE does very well before the main event. They're going to tell you next week. We got this match. We got this match. That's typically what happens on these WWE shows. Maybe you're not excited for these matches. Fine. But like they take the time before the main event and tell you, and they got the graphic. This is happening. This is happening. AW used to do that. But again, Excalibur would run down 3 million things and people couldn't comprehend all of it, which I kind of think was fair. Now it's like during the main event, it's like Tony Khan has just made this official. We got this big match. Like they did that on Collision. They're like, Tony Khan has just made this six-man match official for Dynamite. It's like, all right, cool. But I'm trying to also pay attention to this main event as well. Like, you gotta... The letting things breathe is one thing that a lot of people have said about AEW. There is, there is good, and let's do a lot of cool stuff. 
but there's also good in let's let something sit for a second. And so people comprehend and take in what is what is happening. And it's a tough balance. I understand WWE, people don't always like the WWE where video package, video package, video package, video package. I get all of that. I do. Like there's there's pros and cons to, to both. I think both companies can learn a lesson from each other sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I like that this all kind of spun out from who can sell a 10,000 seat arena out anymore. <laughs> Will Chisholm sent a super chat, probably our last one because we got to get moving. Uh, we know Roman is the guy, but Cody looks like the guy also. And Gunter feels like the guy. They all feel big. I think AEW can do better with that. And that's it. It's a depth chart. We know that they're the best in their divisions or the best in their presentation. It's how you then later on put them together. That's kind of what we're getting to presentation of characters. And when they're not being characters after titles, then they're having interpersonal feuds that lead them to titles. This is the whole situation with, and they got too many damn titles. That's the real complaint. So this is another conversation is like, well, that's another conversation for another time on the AW side. But when people say, Oh, WWE needs a women's mid card title. No, they don't. They need women fighting each other for the sake of getting a shot at the women's championship, not the women's, intercontinental championship or whatever you call it there is no women's mid card because you don't need one you don't have the depth of a women's roster these days you're starting to build a little tag division but like at the end of the day women's mid card title isn't going to mean more to anybody it's just going to be a belt it's going to be a prop go after the women's titles there are two of them three if you count the tag titles go to nxt there's another one i want less titles way less titles just none how about that no, no title. title. Just one. Yeah. Just one men's one. You know what? Just one man. One title. Gender non-specific. I don't care how you identify. You're just fighting for a championship. CBS title is very good because they build stories around that. They can make the women's tag team titles and WWE very good if they build stories instead of just like, hey, here's a match to do. But if you're just going to give me a mid-card title for a mid-card title, no, I don't want it either. Like if you're going to Tell stories around it. Cool. Great. Yeah. The, 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 the Ring of Honor Women's Television Championship is not a title that needs to exist unless you're going to fold it into the women's title because Billy Starks wins the title, goes after Athena again, and then Billy Starks wins the AW, sorry, the, the Ring of Honor Women's Championship and then says, well, don't need this television title anymore. We're just going to fold it into one. If it's a big giant bit to get to that, great. But otherwise, I don't think you need another belt in Ring of Honor. It should just yeah. be done. John Moxley has it right. You got the Oceanic Pacific Northwestern Championship. Everyone's just got a title. That's, That's right. Just, you get a title and you get a title. You Meanwhile, get a title. Nick Nemeth is going to globally defend his New Japan China. against a loser, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who lost to Matt Riddle, and now he gets a title shot at this global championship. President, All these losers get president. title matches. President Tanahashi pulling the strings. It's okay. Nick Nemeth has other title defenses he's going to come up with soon enough. No spoilers in. So uh, with that, I think we're going to get out of here. I have nothing else to add. Do you, Jeremy Lambert? I mean, we could go another hour, but let's not. We got Raw tonight. There's only two matches announced. Should they do a better job announcing matches? No, they should have more more video package getting me ready for Raw. I assume they're going to have like a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, um, matches announced at like five o'clock or some shit uh people are gonna street fight though it's gonna be good the street fight i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to sammy and shinsuke they should just like beat for beat do their nxt match to the 2016 yeah 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 i'm all for it just like do it beat for beat i'm really interested in what they're doing with sammy because 
he plays the underdog very, very well. And they're obviously playing that up. And I think you might have suggested I've seen it suggested elsewhere. We've talked about it on the show. Sammy and Gunther at Mania. They they can tell that story and that can be a big WrestleMania match. I don't know if that's the way they're gonna go, but they could really tell that story and it could feel like a big deal with Gunther being the conqueror and you know the the end boss essentially, this dominant historic reign, and Sammy like the ultimate underdog right now. It's a great story. The underdog from the underground. Is that what he calls himself? That is what he used to call himself in uh, in NXT because he was he was skanking. He was uh, doing the dance. They should have a raw underground fight. Who would win yeah. a shoot fight between and Sammy and Gunther? NXT already took that. They appropriated the NXT underground. Who who would sh- who would win that shoot fight? Gunther and and uh, Sammy. Yeah. Sammy's scrappy, but I feel like Gunther would just do one whoop overhand chop, and that'd be it for Sammy. Yeah, but like he's gonna move. He's not just gonna sit, stand there, and like take it. I feel like Gunther would. He might have. I don't know if he has like a legit shooter background, but yeah, I think Sammy's like Sammy's like a scrappy sense. Like Gunther could actually maul a dude if he has like any type of training. Yeah, Sammy's a theater kid. I don't really think he's got the fighting acumen. KO (laughs) and Gunther would be a good shoot fight. KO, I feel like he'd. He'd just like keep coming forward and Gunther just like, oh fuck. Like the hell KO is also a theater kid, so yes. <laughs> yeah, but KO feels like he can scrap a little. I Sammy, I feel like can scrap a little. Shooter McGunther. <laughs> I mean Gunther got slapped by Matt Riddle and didn't do shit. That's so. right. Uh, <laughs> thank God Mansour was here to, to to comment on that. Go check that interview out. It's in our archives, I'm sure. Oh, Jeremy, let's get out of here. There's enough going on in the wrestling world. We could take a break, right? Back on Wednesday? What do you mean? Yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday. Um, I mean, we'll let everybody know. Friday is up in the air right now. We might not have a show on Friday. Joel is cowardly and just doesn't want to do a show. Okay, let's go back. Okay, fine. Let's actually say it. So I'm I'm traveling to visit my parents. Um, full disclosure. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. My... Um, my dad is he's 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 fine, but he is not great. So I'm going to go and just help out around the house and just be there for my folks. Uh, so that's my plan for um, for the week. I'm leaving tomorrow. I come back on Friday. So Friday I'm I'm heading back, but I'll be leaving at 10 a.m. In other words, I wouldn't be able to do the show because my internet would be non-existent. Joel just doesn't want to do a show. I just don't want to do a show. We'll do a video package for Friday instead. So uh, because of that, Friday is also travel day for a lot of people going to Greensboro for uh, AEW Revolution. And that includes SP3, who would have been my replacement for Friday. And Jeremy is also supposedly going to the show. Yeah, that's really the biggest holdup. If if I'm around, I'll do a show. I don't know what it, I don't know who's going to be on it. I don't know what we're going to do, but I'll do a show if, if I'm around. If I'm not around, then obviously I'm not doing a show. Because there you go. It's not the end of the world if we don't do a Friday show because we're going to do main channel Monday next Monday, probably talking about revolution. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be at that show because Monday would be my travel back day. So I'll so, find somebody else to go and do it with me. Yeah, that one might be, uh, might be a little difficult. But we'll, yes. we'll, fa- we'll keep everybody updated. Uh, I don't know when. We, we might not even have like a full 
update on Wednesday's show of what's going to happen on Friday. Uh, certainly by spotlight, I'll know. I'll, I'll keep. I'll let everybody know there, and we'll we'll let everybody know in the Discord. Come hang out in the Discord, and that that's where all the in the weed scoops are going to be at the Discord. Yeah, I'm going to be spending a lot of my time in that Discord. Definitely on Tuesday tomorrow, and definitely on Friday on my way back. So <laughs> there you go. Get at me there. Anything else to plug tomorrow Wednesday? Uh, plan is Bob Anger from IWS at 11 a.m. and uh, our Drew McInsider is scheduled to yeah. join. Alex yeah, McCarthy, uh, who was in Perth? He was. So McCarthy, I tried to get him on today's show, and I was like, hey, come join our show tomorrow. And he's like, what time? And this is at like 10 o'clock at night. No, it was 11 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, in 12 hours, come on our show. And he's like, I'm traveling. I'm on a flight, or I'm about to get on a flight. I won't even be like, I'll barely be home. I was like, so say hi to your family and then join our show. What's wrong with you, McCarthy? And he's a coward and he didn't want to join us, but he said he'll join us on Wednesday. So there you go. He'll join us on Wednesday and uh, we'll have Bob at Bob Anger as well from IWS. Looking forward to that. Anything else to plug Jeremy Lambert? Folks, you got, you got like two minutes, seven bucks. I'll kick Joel Pearl. Seven bucks. Come on. It. I am at Joel Pearl. J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L-E. Seven bucks. Put, kick Joel Pearl in a super chat. Back on Wednesday, I'll be Come on, remote. you got like a minute. All right, we'll see you there. Hurry up, hurry up, do it, do it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.